And what's happening with the technical side of recording now, you've got a bunch of people that just hit buttons and they don't know right. how to play. And everything is mm -hmm. perfect. And there's no feel behind it. That's what's missing with music. It's, it's just computer generated. There's nothing wrong with the computer, but if you, you, know, you don't know how to play an instrument and you're making right. music by just hitting buttons, it's, you know, what's the use? Welcome to Jackie's Groove. Come journey with us through the rhythm of the music business with your host, Jackie Bertoni. Welcome to Jackie's Groove. Hey, man, it's Jackie Bertoni brought to you by InterTalk Media. Connect to all things music. It is now Wednesday, February the 21st. Where has this year gone? But I'm telling you right now, we're going to put it on pause because we're going to step back into the 80s. And we're going to talk about my in-studio guest who I'm amazed at of all the people that we know in general and know and we've played with and shared the stage. Why Bobby and I have not shared the stage together and or recordings. We're going to find out why, and we're going to get more in-depth with this crazy man, this amazing musician called Bobby Gonzalez, or Bobby G, known to the industry. Bobby, is, uh, he's a funky, funky, funky boy, man. I'll tell you, he's the only one, that, in my opinion, and forgive me, Byron Bordeaux, he's the only one next to Jimi Hendrix that sounds like Jimi Hendrix to me. Like, I'm the only one who can pull it off. <laughs> and it also, oh, too, pisses me off because... Because the man has got hair, the hair like I used to have in my high school and the, and the tyrant of our, our of our network um, used to have hair also Florentino. So we're going to talk about how God works in mysterious ways. So with that said, I want everybody to welcome yes, Jackie Drew with, with open arms and open ears. My in-studio guest, Mr. Bobby G. Bobby Gonzalez, welcome to Jackie's Drew, brother. Welcome. Hey, 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 man. Thank you for having me. I want to say hello. Shout out to my daughter, Aniko, my mother, my father. My brother Philip and Jai, my sister Lisa, and my it, heavenly father. But yeah, you know, and let's talk about mom and dad because my mom and dad's music goes back. The roots are deep, man. I mean, we're talking about long Man, you do your positions. homework. You, you're cracking me up. You do your homework. You're really funny. Well, yeah. Come on, man. I'm going to shock the back. shit out of you today. But you know, uh, the fact yeah, about so. Lee, we got time. You know, to working with Lee Greenwood, which blows me out of the water. How did that? How did that happen with the last name of Gonzalez? Did you guys get involved with Lee Greenwood? I have no idea. You'd have to put my dad on the phone for that one. I have no right. idea. I have no idea, but yeah, Pops, yeah. Mom and Pops, I got my dad's a ridiculous guitar player. My mom's a fantastic singer. Um, I grew up in a household of musicians, and um, thank God they let me blast music all night long <laughs> um, and, 
that's perfect though, because I want to find out what was coming to the speakers of the Gonzalez household. When you grew up, what were you, and I hate to be redundant and being uh, stereotypical, yeah. but what was coming through the speakers of the Gonzalez household that you were listening to during your informative years of music? Oh my goodness. Everything from Al Green, Smokey Robinson, Sly and the Family Stone, everything, everything. The house, there's always music in the house, put it that way. There's always music in the house, so... What, um, do you remember the? Do you, do you think so, think for a second there? Do you remember the age when Bobby said to himself, "This is what I want to play." Was guitar your first instrument? The first thing that landed in your phalanges, for the lack of a better word, was guitar first yeah. and foremost the only instrument that interested you? It wasn't. Um, I started off on drums, five years old. Okay. Went to violin, played that for like about five years. Jumped on bass, played that for maybe two years extensively mm-hmm. and then i jumped and i had a band which tino um as a uh manager managed me had had my right. own band and uh, i jumped on guitar and now, you know from that point you, no i'm gonna jump mm-hmm. in and say because you know i want to say this i've got notes i got a thousand notes you got to see in my studio here um my question okay. is now that because i'm going to go by the relationship of what you have with the guitar but when you jumped on drums when you jumped on bass when you jumped on violin, were you uh, were you prowess to those instruments at all? Were you good? Were you uh, decent? You know what? Put it this way. No, you know what? Put it this way. I didn't fall in love with music until when I was 13, I started playing bass. And uh, a guy by the name of Jocko Pastorius was it's, uh, mm. one of my favorite bass players. Um, right. I heard him and um, I wanted to be like him. And I would practice at least 12 hours a day, every day. Uh, I thought I wanted, I thought I was Jocko, but, um, you know, life has its way of dictating what it's going to be. And I went from bass to guitar. Um, thanks to Tino, where he put a, put a band together around me and I jumped on guitar and just went to it. And I didn't even know how to play rhythm at that time. This is what's so weird about it. I jumped on it. The first thing I learned on guitar was, uh, beat it. And I learned the solo, the Eddie Van Halen solo. So from that point, if I played that, uh, everyone thought I could play, which I really couldn't at the time. But But, but Little Bird told me that it wasn't so much that it was actually, um, you really got me by Van Halen. I mean, uh, yeah, 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 yes. That led into, yes, yeah. Tino, he's got it right. Okay, man, the reason why I say that. You really got me now, yeah. because I'm looking at all the feed, you know, of you placing, uh, you know, you being on Jackie's group today. I was and told, you know, I was amazed by all of the well wishes from your fans, friends, family members out there wishing you the situation. Because, as I said, you know, I'm not really hip to Sacramento area, being the fact that I am a Southern California boy. But my lineage and my roots came from Tower of Power back in the uh, in the uh, you know late 70s, early 80s, when I worked with them from 78 right. through 81. And uh, okay. during the toughest times of Tower, you know, they're celebrating 50 years this year. Um, you know, and, That's right. and for those uh, out there who don't know who Tower of Power is, then you need to call out from underneath that rock. Because as Bobby and I and Florentino, we get older, man. You know, uh, as we're getting older, so are the players out there that are that are that have shaped the um, the soundtrack for our lives. Now, what you being Absolutely. a Sacramento boy and you and Tino Florentino, mm-hmm. the CEO of Intertalk Media. You guys uh, have known each other since the kindergarten days. You know, I, I yes. personally feel for, you know, for Florentino being Filipino, he's actually black from the waist <laughs> up. 
you know, and I'm, t- you know, and, and I'm telling you that when I say that with tongue in cheek, because yeah. he amazes me, you know, he actually amazes me. And, um, um, you know, it, it's, um, it, it amazes me because when I'm watching these videos of you, your style of playing on stage versus the way you play in the studio, what leads you, what possesses you more? Are you more comfortable in the studio? Or are you more comfortable in live performance? Oh, live, definitely live. Share, share with us why. Live, oh, it's just, uh, you're able to stretch it. I'm not thinking so much. In the studio, that red light comes on and you, you're, you're a different person. You know, it's, um, I put, you know, I track at home uh, on the computer and by way of logic and, you know, I can get it down, but it's just nothing like just improvisation. And I just like uh, when I have a really good drummer and a bad, a great bass player, for me, right. that's everything. Um, I just, it opens up a whole other world for me. And it's, I can, I can express myself totally different than by way of just being in the studio. Studio, it's too precise. I like improvisation. It comes out you know, of my soul, you know. When you're playing live, let's say, for instance, when you're walking on stage, is there a premise of music that Bobby likes to find himself into? Are you more into gospel? Are you more into soul? Are you more into funk, rock? Explain to us. I'm into anything that sounds good. Give me a good Love country that. groove. I'm with it. Anything that sounds good. If, if it's good, it's good. Period. So I love classical music. I love R&B. I love gospel. I love anything that's good. You know, you know, talking about playing music and so on and so forth. You know, a mutual friend of ours, uh, Roger Smith, keyboardist with Tower of Power. Yes, for the past absolutely. 14 Shout years. out to Roger. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's been knowing me since I was a little baby. I've known Roger my whole life. Seriously. Have you had a chance he, to, he, uh, he, to sample was, his? The have way. I had a chance to what? Say sample his wine, Say his it. Bump City wine he's got out. Absolutely. Absolutely. I actually played at his venue uh, where Bump it. City is at. Yeah. Did a thing with Tony Lindsay uh, called me and I, I went out there and did that. But yeah, I've been, I've known Roger since he's known me my whole life. Um, actually so, he was in my father's band. Yeah. Back in the day, which, Bobby G and the master's which, children. Which is so cool because, you know, Bobby, you know, when you, you know, we have a mutual friend in common, um, not indirectly, mm. but um, she was called uh, Miss Karen White, who was actually, Miss Gonzalez at one time through 2007 through 2009. I, I don't know how All comfortable right. you feel talking about that, but the reason why I know your ex-wife is because your wife, ex-wife, had a hit with my boy, Michael Jeffries, who was at one time wow. the, you know, the vocalist with Tower of Power. And, uh, and, and I, that was one of my oh, favorite well. tunes. How is Karen doing, man? I mean, I, I'm a big fan then. I'm a big fan now of her. What is she she's doing with actually, herself? And you know what? She's actually doing a track date Somewhere Saturday, I just actually did something for her hours ago, literally hours ago, like yesterday. I put together a track, uh, a track, what am I saying? Um, instrumental music for her. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. And so, so there's good blood between she's, the she's two of you. Good. good. Now, and also, too, because going through this, this segment of of, uh, of Karen White and everything that you've done, seriously, I just happened to, Tino sent me a, a great video. I want everybody to go online right now to YouTube. And if you're driving, don't do it, of course. But go on and put in Bobby G, Ellen DeGeneres, and Lionel Richie. 
I got to tell you, Bobby, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you credit, man, and kudos because when I was watching you doing dancing on the ceiling, I swear to God, I thought I was watching Carlos Rios. And, you know, and, uh, oh, that's, and I'm hey, that's serious. A compliment. That's, that's, well, oh, it that's is a compliment. Yeah, you know, and that's the man who wrote that song. Awesome. How long were you with Absolutely. Lionel? How long were you playing with Lionel? I was with him on and off like 2004, and then I did something in 2012, which I think is what you're talking about right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, Lionel's got his residency coming up to um, into Las Vegas and, uh, and so yeah. on and so forth. What, have you been contacted by uh, his camp at all to rejoin the, uh, the vein of, Car- of, uh, of Lionel Richie? No, not at all. No. Okay. No. All right. So think back no. for a second. Think back for a second of all the music you've been blessed to play with and all the great, great artists that you've played with. That's asking a question like, who's your favorite child? Um, but the fact of the matter is when you look back and when we get back to it, to share with me, share with the listeners worldwide. If you could snap your fingers right now and be on stage with anybody of all the groups that you play with, we'll get to a bucket list later on. But who did Bobby feel the most at home with and, and, and away from your own music? I'm talking about support. Man, that is really, really hard. I mean, I'm serious. That is oof. Um, one that I and, and I know my hope hopefully my boy is listening, DOA Allen, Derek DOA Allen, which you should put on this show as well. Renowned Please. producer, bassist, extraordinaire. Um I had the chance of uh me and him we did um we're at Paisley Park for a whole month wow. practicing with the time. So I took Jesse Johnson's spot and Derek took the bass spot of Terry Lewis. And mm-hmm. that was so much fun. You know, we're in Japan and it's just a sea of Japanese people just going crazy. And that I have it on tape. It's it's it was extraordinary. It was fun. That was that was Something that really sticks out because the time is one of my it's one of my favorite bands of all time. To this day. Of course, Prince and you know, and Sheila and Jesse and it's just, you know, there's a that's just I feel at home with those people. So you know, anyway. and, and Bobby, speaking of the purple one, you know, uh, the little yes. purple one itself, the man with the size four boots, as we always kid around with saying, because I've got a lot of my friends that have gone through his camp. But I hear yeah. that he had a problem with your hairdo, man, at one time. And, uh, <laughs> And there became a shouting match man, that kind of ensued you know, between the two of you guys. Man, oh my, Jackie, you're too funny, dude. You have done your homework. Oh my god. Well, go ahead. Go you ahead, know, share with I, us, man. I would, I, I would, I would share that, but just because it's just out of, um, I just, I, I want him to rest in peace, and it's, it's actually yes. not a, it, it's something that, if he was alive, I would, I would share it. Because I, okay. I, I wouldn't care, but just, just, but, um, yeah, but and yeah, I, we, have, I only, we, we had, we were at odds as being guitar players. So okay. he had a thing. Yeah. I, I only mentioned that because I had the interview, well, I think it was Florentino or Paul, correct me. I think it's been a bit of about a yep. year, a little over a year, year and a half. I interviewed Robin DiMaggio and Robin, you know, I've interviewed, um, Rhonda Smith and, you know, we had God bless his heart. Uh, John Blackwell, before we had him scheduled, before he passed away, we're losing too many brothers and sisters, man. I'm going to tell you, I don't, I don't want to get emotional. But uh, Robin shared some exactly. great uh, great anecdotes with uh, Prince and, and the like at Paisley Park. 
And uh, mm-hmm. we won't get involved with uh, that. And for those who listened to the interview with uh, me and Robin and the story he told us of Prince um, kind of shocked the shit out of us for the lack of a better word. And so you've already given us the, the wherewithal that you'd really want to talk about Prince. And I definitely have the, uh, the respect for that, but I want to know, cause I know just through Florentino alone that you are a yes. crazy. Now when I mean crazy, I mean fun crazy. And in the next, I'm not going to ask okay. this question until the next segment, but I want to know more about things that you feel comfortable with to share with the listeners and myself, the craziness on the road, because I'm a road dog, you know, and for those listeners yeah. out there, you know, to be a road dog, I mean, it is not glamorous by any stretch of the imagination. Glamour goes up when the lights go up, you know, it's a lot of hurry up and waiting uh, and so on. But I, but I know absolutely. there's got to be some crazy stories from Bobby, you know, from Bobby Gonzalez. And so, Bobby, you know, when we get back, you know, wow. with the situation, you know, and, and Prince and the and the and the argument when I'm watching right now, I'm, I'm watching on my screen right now of you playing uh, with Karen and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and funky, funky good time. I have it down on mute. But that situation mm-hmm. where you I'm watching you move on the stage itself. Would you say that that um, Prince was an influence to you at all? Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Sly Stone is the biggest influence. Uh, James Brown, uh, my mother and father. Right, uh, yeah, definitely. A- absolutely. And, yeah. And, and, that boy, he was, Prince was, he was, he was one of a kind, man. He's, man, one of my favorites. But he was like, yeah. he, he embodies everything that I like. He, he's, he was James Brown, Little Richard, Sly Stone. Yeah. Funkadelic. You know, and he just, I mean, he just put all that into one package and it was just, it was a pleasure working with him, being around him. Um, and I do just, he was, it's, he's greatly missed, man. I, I really can't believe he's dead. You know, it just, man, let's, it let's, really let's pick that me. up on the next, on the next segment. When we go in yeah. here, man. It's uh we're going to step out of segment one. We're going to step in number two with my guest in the studio today, Mr. Bobby G, Bobby Gonzalez. Bobby, don't go anywhere, man. Yes. The listeners worldwide, don't go anywhere. We'll be back after a short break on segment number two with my studio guest, Bobby Gonzalez. Jackie Bertoni, Jackie's Brew, brought to you by Intertalk Media. Connect to all things music. Guys, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after a short break. Are you serious about your music? Are you ready to run with the big dogs? The experts at Pitbull Audio have the gear to get you into the game. From leading manufacturers like Mesa Boogie, Fender, Pioneer, and American Audio. To sound your best, you need the best. Pitbull Audio can deliver in rehearsal, on stage, and into the big time. Dropping beats, shredding guitar, or making the crowd roar. Whatever you dream, Pitbull Audio can help make it happen. We are Pitbull Audio. We want you to play it loud. PitbullAudio.com. You know what's all around you every waking moment of your life? Marketing. You're choking on it. I'm Scott Robertson, and when it comes to strategic PR, branding, and marketing, I've seen it all. And actually, I'm still seeing it because bad marketing never sleeps. Join me each week on May the Best Brand Win right here on Intertalk Radio and learn how to make the marketing for your brand unforgettable. 
I'm Tim Dolbear, the host of Sound Experience on Intertalk Radio. Each week, I talk with top professional audio engineers, producers, musicians, and the manufacturers that make the tools that we use in the studio each and every day. From capturing the perfect take to mastering your final release, and the tools and how the pros use them, we are going to dive deep into their process and learn from their experience. I look forward to you joining us each week on Sound Experience with me, your host, Tim Dolbear. Make this your vinyl night. I'm John J.R. Robinson, and every week, music creation comes alive through stories, experiences, and sounds when vinyl records filled our hearts and minds. My friends and I share our tips and techniques used in creation of iconic tracks for recording artists such as Michael Jackson, Eric Clapton, Quincy Jones, and Steve Winwood, to name a few. Vinyl has emerged hot, and the soul of vinyl defines art and passion, which burns deepest at night. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on entertalkradio.com. Hey, this is Brian Culbertson, and you're listening to my dude, Jackie Bertoni, on Jackie's Groove. Come journey with us through the rhythm of the music business with your host, Jackie Bertoni. everybody welcome back to jackie's group this is jackie bertoni brought to you by intertalk media connect all things music hey bobby before we go on i want to tell the listeners out there when you can't listen to my show live and shame on you when you can't but i understand that 12 o'clock is not always the apropos time to listen but do yourselves a favor and go on to google play and go on to the apple store and download our easy to use and easy to navigate application two words intertalk worst second is radio and take jackie's groove and the plethora of shows we have on intertalk media on the road when you can't listen live. So, hey guys, welcome back to segment number two. Bobby, welcome back to Jackie's Groove, man. We're cracking it up on the break. Uh, and the shit that we talk about, things you don't want to talk about, and so on. But you know what I want to do is I want to bring on your kindergarten friend. I call him the tyrant, um, or he's better known as the CEO of the network. So, Florentino, will you say hi to your your your, your elementary school friend here, please? Oh, we go way back, man. What's up, Bobby? Dino, what's up, man? My first manager. This, hey, this dude believed in me before anybody did. Well, it, was, it wasn't, like... wasn't hard. <laughs> you were great. Yeah. Oh, even then, yeah. I, was, I was telling. Uh, didn't mean to interrupt you though, but I was telling Jackie. I was like, you know, you, we were you. You were this master bass player, and all of a sudden, you're like, I think I'm gonna play guitar. And I'm like, okay. And you're, you're like talking about. Let's, let, you know, how does that? How does that track that that Van Halen track that you mess around with go? And I really poorly played it for you. And you go, okay, cool. Two months later, man, you're like, you know, wailing away on freaking eruption and all this other stuff, and the and the solo from Beat It, and I'm just like, oh. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. It, it, it's really it's really weird that you say that because I approach guitar totally different. I I knew how to solo before I knew how to play rhythm. So yeah, it's really yeah. weird. People because I could play uh beat it, the beat it solo, the Eddie Van Halen solo. I could right. play it note for note. Um people thought I could play guitar and yeah. I really didn't know how to play guitar. 
Uh, I'm still learning that. right now. Uh, you're humble, brother. That's that's all. That's all good, man. Yeah, is, dude. You know, just on behalf of all the, f- the folks from Sacramento, that we all love you, man, and uh, uh, we've been proud of and, and watching your your growth in this industry go. And uh, you know, I was I was blessed to share some milestones with you back in the day. And I was absolutely. Ta- I was talking with John Paris about. Um, you know the the time that oh, you guys yeah. yeah you guys played your fir- your first gig with All Is One at the it was a yes. Hotel El Rancho for El, it was it was El yes. yeah you, man. New Year's yeah, Eve absolutely. and there's this little little young lady that got up and sang one of her first times out singing a song called mm-hmm. Hold Me with Eddie Eddie mm-hmm. uh, and it was it was a hit that she looked goes on to make and there was Karen White obviously yeah. uh, you know yeah. you have a little history you know we, we, we learned in the first segment with, with Karen and it was, right. it was pr- yeah. pretty pretty amazing and then that point that's when I moved to Sacramento uh, to Los Angeles to go to, to, to school there and um, you went on to, to some crazy tours we ran into each other at uh, at uh, you were playing with Jesse Johnson and you were at the Palace and then, you know we just continued to con- connect throughout these years uh, I remember that I remember that that's when uh, I think I introduced you to Raphael, and then Janet Jackson was there, or something. Yeah, crazy. yeah you, like me, you, you introduced me to Raphael. We're sitting there, and he, this this young guy's like, "Yeah, we just hope we can get, you know, we, we can get in." And, and there was the backstage, and then there was the backstage, and you know, we were we were looking forward to get into the the backstage where mm-hmm. everybody was and where Janet was. She went out there. I guess she, you know, Jesse was producer at that time. So it was yeah, good, yeah. good good times, man. And you know, I just congratulations on all the the wonderful wonderful things you've been doing. Um, the, the stuff that you did with uh, uh, with uh, Spike Lee, you know. I, mm. yeah. Oh, thank you, yeah, thank you very yeah, much. Man. I appreciate that. Thanks, uh, man. The, the, you 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 had a track on the Sweet Blood of Jesus uh, movie, and mm-hmm. and you've been doing some other things, man. And my biggest thing is I can never figure out where you're at. You're you're always going. Where are you in Sacramento right now? Where you at? I am in Sacramento. I am right here. I am here. Ah, okay, very cool. And uh, yeah. you know, it's uh, you know. It, and let me jump in real quick, Zoo and 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 Bobby. Um, Tino and I got a message last night from uh, from John Paris, and he said, "Man, tell uh, tell Bobby that I love him. Um, he's at uh, a gala. Correct me if I'm wrong on here, man. He's out right now with Earth and Fire. Uh, they're gearing mm-hmm. up for the new test. He goes, I wouldn't miss it for the la- you know for the for anything. I wouldn't miss calling him, surprising him. <laughs> but he did want to tell you that he loves you. Uh, he's oh, enjoyed the man. show, the stage I- with you, and it will be continued to share the stage with you." Am I right, hey, that dude's had my, Hey, that dude's had my back, man. Yeah. So when I, basically, it was, you know, um, picking up from the El Rancho when I uh, did a date with, I, I, mm-hmm. uh, I did an audition. And um, so the whole thing was the band was coming out of San Francisco. Eddie M was on tour with Prince at the time, mm-hmm. uh, the Purple Rain tour. And um, his brother was singing lead and I had to move to San Francisco and John let me stay with him man, and his mother. So, I mean, and from there, man, he, that dude taught me so much, man, that, that dude is, his ears are just huge, big influence on me, man. He really, he, seriously, he, that dude was, that's my boy though, man. Love him. Love him. I was going to say, uh, and you replaced him. I guess and I didn't realize that he was the guitar player for all his one back then. And uh, they yeah. put him on drums and brought you in instead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, th- John is incredible, man. That dude is, 
He put him in the studio. That dude is—he's—he's he's ridiculous, man. He's he, yeah, he plays guitar, bass. He does everything, man. He's—he's he's ridiculous. And he wanted to—he—you have to tell people what he said on your text message yesterday because he—that was what he said. He said, "Ask Bobby what I told him on my last text message." Yes. What did he tell? Him? I don't know what he said. Uh, <laughs> let me, dude, let me what did he let, say? Let, I don't know. Okay. Let me, let me scroll down here. I, I think I got it all. So <laughs> I don't know if he, he didn't say he didn't say what it was. He just said to ask Bobby what it was. Yeah, exactly. I have so, no idea. That's 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 the second thing to go, Bobby. Let me ask you guys a question, both of you, Tino and 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 uh, Bobby. You know, being being down here in the Southern California area, you know, I again I surpassed and I skipped over Sacramento area and going directly to the Bay Area, playing in Berkeley with Tower mm-hmm. at a young age. Now, don't, don't forget uh, Stevie B, brother. You had some Stevie well, B time. Uh, uh, no, I want to forget Stevie B. Please, and, you know, that, that, let me forget Stevie B. And, uh, and oh, don't, go ahead, keep laughing, guys. Keep laughing. Um, but it's, uh, hey, it, it paid good money at the time, man. You know what I'm saying? But it did lead into, uh, into was, was a music factory. Yeah. Yeah, well, please. Somebody you know, give us some auto tune for that, brother. It, 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 no, oh, auto tune. I, I couldn't do it. You know, we were going through, Bob, at the time, we were going through the Billy Vanilli stage because every time we would do live shows, we'd have to put in all the advertisement that it was live to yeah. track because oh. the Millie Vanilli, you know, and so on and so forth. But I wanted the thing I wanted to jump in there before you guys made fun of me and Stevie B. Hey, um, you know what? The, Check this out. Go ahead. I want to sing the uh, Star Spangled Banner. Oh, never mind. <laughs> oh, please. You're going to join the Black Eyed Peas too right now? <laughs> Stevie, exactly. Stevie used to get. Anyway. Steve used to get pissed at me because yeah. I used to walk up during soundtrack and I would sing spring rolls, bring them to me, you know, and I would change the words, you know, and, and the, I love shots, you know, sashimi and so on. Stevie didn't like it. So, you know, and through that, I used him as a stepping stone to get to CNC Music Factory and it worked. So with that said, wow. now let me finish what I was going to ask. So I over, okay. you know, I, I flew over Sacramento. I didn't have an influence of the Sacramento area. I had that influence of the R&B funk of, of Tower of Power. Would you say that the musicians coming out of Sacramento were more posed and more opposed uh, uh, to the San Francisco, San Francisco sound of music? Or did you guys draw out of your L.A. Uh, vibes at all? Well, put it, you know what? Just connect them. It's Northern California, and it's a whole different font. Totally. Right. Um, yep. Northern California, as opposed to Southern California, it's totally different. Drummers, guitars. Um, bass players and generation wise totally, too and generation wise too oh, is different man it's it's totally different that's why Larry Graham mm-hmm. his whole band is from Oakland right right Prince right. every time he would take Sheila's band but it's all Oakland it's all Northern California mm-hmm. yeah. serious yeah. It's, it's 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 totally different I mean L A I'm sorry it's just it's it's, it ain't funky down there. No, it's, they ain't got no grease. I'm serious. I would, I would agree with the grease part because it, it doesn't have the grit, doesn't have the grease as, you know, it's, it's all, it's very polished in, in the, in the Southern California yeah, areas. You just, you just, you, you just nailed it. Yeah, yeah. It's and, too and polished. The cats that we grew no, up with. no. Funky. Yeah. They were just greasy. They just, like you said, it was just a nasty, you know, uh, you know, just, it, and, and that, especially that time, man, you know, there was, 
Bobby was coming up and you were you were bar- we were barely out of high school when you were already on tour, man. I mean, you don't see that anymore. He was like, you know, what, 18 at the at the time when you went out with LS1 and you were yeah. playing with uh uh you know, when you were with uh, with Jesse Johnson from the time and then you had Derek yeah. Allen out with Janet Jackson with Flip and yeah. playing with Stephanie mm-hmm. Mills. Yeah. And these cats were all yeah. like, you know, y- y- it was really a, a special time that we we had in our generation. Robert Brookins got rest his soul. Absolutely. Was, you know, he, they got signed to Earth, Wind, and Fire when they were like 15. Him and Mike got signed at 14, 15, or somewhere really you young. And, and these, these, and this is the people. The Roger Smith was out doing his thing. You know, he was either playing with Club Nouveau or doing his own jazz thing right. before he got with and Talent. You had uh, Jay King. Don't oh, forget yeah. Jay King. Oh, can't and forget he, Jay. All the people Please. that he brought to the forefront. You had uh, Tommy and Brian Danny Alexander Morgan. Yeah. And, uh, Timex Social Club and just a lot of people. There's a man. Raphael was living here for a minute. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He he was definitely um, doing that. And um, and then there, there's there. And then you, you you even had rock bands like Tesla came out of the same generation. Yeah. Tesla. Yeah. You had um, uh, what was uh, there was that there, the first hit? I can't remember what the name of that damn group was. But there was there was a couple of rock bands that came out of, of the, the Sacramento, and then not to mention the Bay Area. You had all the you know. A little bit before us, but Journey and obviously Carlos Santana. So yeah, just a absolutely grittier sound. Fly Stone. You know, we, My, yeah. when man, you I, asked, you mentioned twice the word Raphael. I'm gonna let me just listen to, uh, make available to the listeners out there. Mm-hmm. Talking about Raphael Sadiq. I mean, that's that that is mm-hmm. the voice of Tony, 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 and uh, you know, and yeah. uh, he's gone on to greater things. Uh, to me, he's out there doing it. He's pushing it. All the guys in our age are are f- above the fifties. We're out there and we're killing mm-hmm. it still, man. And there's a reason for it because we are the innovators of our time. You know, uh, um, you know that uh, the music of the millennials. I'm not going to go and beat the millennials up, but you guys have got to learn from the masters. And the master I'm talking to is Bobby G right now on the phone. Bobby, out of all the playing and of all the drummers that you have worked with, because the bottom line is it's always bass and drums to be the two, the ones that lock. But when you're playing on stage, and do you have, again, asking who the favorite child is, is there a drummer out there that you love to share the stage with, and who is it and why? Jeez. Uh, John Paris, for sure. Um, Why? Because he understands, he plays like he's producing. His ears are very open, so he knows... um, Dude, man, there's some bad boys out there. Um, if you had a chance to get on the gig with Garibaldi at all? Yes. Actually, I did a um, a guy named Raymond McKinley, bass player, is playing with... Um, very well. Which, yeah, plays with Sheila right now. Um, mm-hmm. He hasn't put the project out yet, but yeah, we did something in L.A. where we tracked for like a whole week, man. And yeah, got to got to like play with this dude man just incredible well, you're incredible in, drummer man you were in his live gig i know you guys did something there in sacramento where he brought you in on a, on a gig he did over there right bobby what's this what are you talking with, about with david I thought, I thought you did a gig with david over in in, in sac not too long ago. Mm-mm. okay maybe Mm-mm. i'm, I'm rem- remembering no. the, the 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 mixing up thing so I get, it's that age, man. You start to re- remember things that are different than they were before. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's all, funny when it's you mentioned the good, fact man. about Raymond McKinley. Raymond actually, if you didn't know this, when David got hurt, Garibaldi got hurt with along with Mark VW, um, you know, last yeah. year and a half ago and uh, through the Amtrak debacle up by Yoshi's. 
But um, Raymond, yes. who filled in for Rocco, filled in um, perfectly. But Raymond also was the road manager for Tower of Power. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, it, but the man, no, yeah. it, he he does that. He's he's like a it's it's a joke, inside joke. But that dude is like, man, that dude. If he's he'll road manage, he'll play bass. Yeah. He'll he can do sound. He's done sound for Prince. Yeah, a house. He's done house. The dude is he's incredible. Yeah. You know, Raymond's an incredible musician, man. We talk about, you know, we talked about on the break. I can't look at this again. The segments are rolling by. But in two, uh, in two minutes left on the second segment, Bobby, can you share with us? You know, we talk about we're not going to talk about Prince to Dog and so on and so forth. But let's talk about the man himself. You know, the, not the persona of the crazy, the uh, the ideological Prince, you know, and, and the and, and the weirdness, for the lack of a better word. From what I know, from what I understand from the other musicians that have gone through his camp, he is really a beautiful brother. Would you agree? Did you have an experience with him when he wasn't, quote-unquote, Prince? Uh, he was full of shit. No, I'm just playing. No, he was a cool <laughs> dude, man. He's, 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 you know what? Long story short, uh, for anybody listening, man, it's like I play guitar, he plays guitar. That dude mm-hmm. just did not like me. He liked me from a distance, but he wouldn't, he just, he, we just Jealous? bumped heads and not, Jealous? oh my, it's not, it's, it's not that. I think it's the thing of, if you know me, I'm, 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 I'm a quiet person, but right. I also can speak my mind. So okay. he's used to having a lot of people around him that, you know, they're, they're yes people. And I'm that yes. person will be like, mm, I'm not doing that. And, mm-hmm. you know, take it and, you know, so. Okay, I get it. I get it. I mean, I it, it, yeah. it just I'm gonna call it jealousy, man. You, you, when you're that close and you're looking at a mirror image of yourself on stage, and I mean that as a compliment to Bobby G. You know, you know, it, yeah. and then you get to that echelon of where Prince was, and then there is nobody. There's the entitlement that nobody is going to be like me or or close to me. But when you see Absolutely. a person out there that has that ability, Bobby G, to not replicate but to be a direct competitor of the man. And I can see where the jealousy would be there. So, and let's let that drop and let that die where it's at. Rest in peace, Prince. I mean, that's one man I wish I had the ability. I mean, mean, all respect. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm I'm saying I'm being facetious right now, but yeah, that's, that dude is a, it was a huge influence on me and I I, I miss that brother, man. Seriously. You know, gone way too soon. I got a request for Bobby. I know you're going in a break here. Yes. Uh, at, at one point, I want you to do a video of you doing Jimi Hendrix, man, because I got a chance to yeah. experience that, and ain't nobody done Jimi like you did it. I, I know, and you're your own guy, but I just that was just it was amazing when I seen you do that with the whole like, uh, you know, everything from the the body movements and everything. Uh, we've seen that over. You, you you know it's a trip about that. I'm gonna interrupt you guys. I'm gonna break you up right now, guys. Go ahead. We're yeah. coming out of second yeah. number two, going to number three. Gotta pay some bills. Sorry about that, guys. Jack for Tony no. Jack is brought to you by InterTalk Radio. You connect to all things music. Back right after a short break with Bobby G. Florentine, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after a short break. Hi, this is Tim Dolbear, host of Sound Experience here on Intertalk Radio. And Source Connect by Source Element is the essential tool that we use to link between my studio in Austin, Texas, and the WS radio station in San Diego. Now, with Source Connect, not only can we communicate in real time and with HD audio, but it's synced up and is of a high enough quality that I can use it for real time ADR work, remote recording, and overdubbing, and it even allows me to remotely control a DAW. Source Connect by Source Element, affordable, high quality audio and video connection over the internet for all of your production needs. 
know what's all around you every waking moment of your life? Marketing. You're choking on it. I'm Scott Robertson, and when it comes to strategic PR, branding, and marketing, I've seen it all. And actually, I'm still seeing it because bad marketing never sleeps. Join me each week on May the Best Brand Win, right here on InterTalk Radio, and learn how to make the marketing for your brand unforgettable. Make this your vinyl night. I'm John J.R. Robinson, and every week, music creation comes alive through stories, experiences, and sounds when vinyl records filled our hearts and minds. My friends and I share our tips and techniques used in creation of iconic tracks for recording artists such as Michael Jackson, Eric Clapton, Quincy Jones, and Steve Winwood, to name a few. Vinyl has emerged hot, and the soul of vinyl defines art and passion, which burns deepest at night. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on entertalkradio.com. Are you serious about your music? Are you ready to run with the big dogs? The experts at Pitbull Audio have the gear to get you into the game. From leading manufacturers like Mesa Boogie, Fender, Pioneer, and American Audio. To sound your best, you need the best. Pitbull Audio can deliver in rehearsal, on stage, and into the big time. Dropping beats, shredding guitar, or making the crowd roar. Whatever you dream, Pitbull Audio can help make it happen. We are Pitbull Audio. We want you to play it loud. PitbullAudio.com. Hi, this is Michael McDonald, and you're listening to my good buddy Jackie Bertoni on Jackie's Groove. journey with us through the rhythm of the music business with your host, Jackie Bertoni. Church of Jackie's Groove, everybody. Hey, Jackie Bertoni, Jackie's Groove, brought to you by Intertalk Media. Connect all things music. You know, I wanted to to, to welcome everybody back to segment number three, and I wanted to sit there and tell you, everybody, I apologize because the C the CEO and the CO, uh, Florentino Buenaventura and Paul Berzaski, I asked them not to blow the interview, not to not blow the interview, blow the surprise, because on Jackie's Groove, it's almost like this is your life. And the thing is, I had to get, you know, I had to be explained and educated over the break that we couldn't surprise Eddie, um, uh, Eddie um, to Bobby because of technical glitches and so on. So with that said, I'm going to go ahead and we're all going to act surprised because I'm going to bring on to Jackie's group right now. A gentleman I had the pleasure of interviewing last year. Uh, his name is uh, Eddie Menefield or Eddie M. The great saxophone is currently out with Sheila. Um, but Eddie, say hi to Eddie. Eddie, say hi to Bobby. Bobby, say hi to Eddie, man. Go on. Well, Eddie Joe, what's up, boy? <laughs> what's up, man? <laughs> Great job, oh, I'm surprised here, guys. <laughs> what's up, what's up, what's up, Bobby G and hey, Jackie? What's up, Samo, bro? Man, what's well, thank you very much for joining us. <laughs> I finally got him on the radio, Jackie. 
Hey, man, you know, guys, talk it up, man, because, you know, Florentino was talking about all the, the days of yesteryear with all the situations. Eddie, explain, and to the audience out there listening, exactly how far you go back with Bobby G. Oh. <laughs> oh, my. We go way back. I got my start right there. I got yeah, it, it's, it's so far back. It, it, you know, Bobby uh, became... Um, we were referred to Bobby by uh, our old it's manager, Marty Hum. And uh, he said, man, there's a blatant young guitarist out here in Sacramento area. He's just killing it. And uh, and we were forming a band shortly after uh, Purple Rain tour. Uh, mm-hmm. We were putting the band together and... Uh, my gosh! Actually, no. That was all. No, Bobby came in before. That, I'm speaking about uh, all in one. At any rate, we already had a little top forty band happening with John Paris, right? Kenny Franklin. Uh, you know, we had some some local some local bad boys, and our, our manager referred us to Bobby, and that was it. As soon as we met him, he's like, "Come on, man." <laughs> <laughs> Still doing. Hey, Eddie, are you where you at right now? Are you um are you out with Sheila right now, or are you uh, at home base? You know, we've been out pretty much up until uh, this past weekend. Now we have about uh, three or four weeks off. Uh, but yeah, I'm home. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> we've been beating up the road a bit, you know, uh, and uh, with a uh, with. Uh, Project that was a project that Bobby helped out tremendously on. Um, uh, played his butt off, and, and, you know, uh, on Sheila's current CD. So we've been out supporting that quite a bit this year and the last part of last year. And, and, and Bobby, I know you're Mr. Humble and you're not going to mention it, but I got Eddie on the phone right now. So, Eddie, I'm going to ask you this question I asked on the first segment How crazy is Bobby G to be on the road with? <laughs> Go ahead. That's a loaded question. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I can't even hold back on that one. Oh Lord. What? Oh my God. Jackie, I think we, I think we need maybe three or four segments. Uh, actually, this day of. Uh, <laughs> oh Lord. Remember, gentlemen, this is well, satellite, you, so you can use, you can talk, you can say anything you want. Yeah, I can well, say this. Colored people are like human weeds that are to be exterminated. Margaret Sanger. Oh, my God. Oh, no. That's a true statement, though. I want to oh, educate my kids. people. Okay? Go ahead. Go ahead. I I <laughs> anyway. I'm, yeah. I'm sitting here right now. I'm little, I've lost it. I'm, <laughs> I missed some of them. Should I close the can of worms that I opened up right now, Eddie? <laughs> yeah, you probably should because that this, that was a dangerous. That's dangerous ground. We, we, we need at least one crazy <laughs> story. Bobby's got like the best stories <laughs> ever. Just say we, we've had some wonderful oh times on the road and some scary. 
scary times on the road. And but well, you know, Eddie was my roommate back in the day when I, you know, <laughs> we had to share rooms until it's like I ain't doing right. that no more. But that was my brother. You know, we should. Oh my goodness, man! There's some stories. I, I, oh, mm-mm, not sharing that. Think about it. I want you to share one with us. There's got to be one. I can say, Jackie, we survived. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Well, there was one. Go ahead, Bobby. Go ahead. And people people don't believe it, but I actually will should nights ass um, with a boot. (laughs) Really? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, listen. It it came down Mm. to this. I, I didn't, but. You know, I'm being silly. So, but that dude actually put his hands on me. Um, I'm gonna share the story. I'll, I'll be brief. Um, Please be. Don't be brief. We okay. So we were on tour. I'm with Karen White. We're out on the road, and um, I'm hanging out before we play. And I'm talking to this girl. It happened to be Wesley's wife. Wesley and Suge were bodyguards for Al Heyman. And Al Heyman put on the Budweiser Super Superfest tours right. back in the day. <laughs> um, <laughs> so anyway, long story short, I'm talking to her. And um, I finished talking to her. And dude goes, man, what are you doing talking to her? Like, my brother's wife. And I said, dude, I said, she asked me to talk to her. And so, man, this dude pushed me, man. And I flew like a little ragged muffin, man. I'm just... Sliding on smooth concrete, and back in the day, I used to ro- I used to rock these these uh, cowboy boots. They were black and white cowboy right. boots, man. And so I'm sliding. I'm like, this, no, this, mama, dude, this, not, man. I took off my boot, and he wasn't looking. And I took and I turned it around, and I had the heel, and I was about to hit this dude in his head, man. This is honest truth, and I'm about to hit him. I'm coming at him, and our road manager, he's passed away, Thad Edwards, tackled me down to the ground. But I was about to clock this dude, man. And uh, from that point, they were like, dude, you lucky because that dude was about to knock you out. And so. That wasn't Suge. That, that was, was Suge or the other guy? No, that was Suge. Suge. I'm, I'm, that's, when, that's before Suge was Suge Knight. He turned into Suge Knight death row a couple years later. And then I ran into okay. him a couple years later and. And uh, that story goes, I've seen him, and he comes up to me. He, 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 I was out with a guy named Robert Brookins. We're at this club. And uh, bless his heart. long story short, this guy, he fingers me. He goes, like, come here, come here. And I'm like, huh? He's like, he goes, you remember me? I was like, no. And I was like, oh, I know who this dude is. And he was like, you know what? He said, I should have one of my boys put a gun in your mouth and shoot your punk ass. Are you serious? I was like, dude. Oh, I, I swear to God. This is on. I said, I said, excuse me. I said, man, please leave me alone. I'm just a guitarist. I mean, I'm just trying to make some money. Man, please leave me alone. I said, hey, I, I, hey, no shame in my game. Leave me alone. I was like, please leave me alone. He said, take your punk ass out of here. I said, yes, sir. <laughs> well, to add to that story a little bit, uh, Jack's story. Um, Go ahead. I was on the outside of the circle that surrounded uh, Sugar Hello. Bobby while Sugar was trying to okay. rip Bobby apart. And all you seen was an arm with a boot Hello. in the middle of the crowd. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty interesting. 
And I'm glad you missed them. Well, let me ask you. Let me ask you this question. If you were to, to run into Shug today, I mean, obviously you would be in prison to, uh, to run into him, but let's say you guys were walking down the street. How do you think he would, uh, do you think he would be um, more mellow with you or he would do you want to connect and continue on with his threat to you? Or would you avoid him at all costs? Uh, I think we lost one of the guys there. Okay. Uh, we brought okay. him back in. There we go. You good? Yeah, who, we, who would lose? Who would we lose? We, we lost Bobby, but I think he's back. I'm still here. Okay. Yeah, I'm here. So, so the question was before you before you dropped, if you were running to Shug today, do you think there would be a peaceful meeting, or would you want to pick it up where he left off? No, I, I, I think he's cool where he's at. You know, he's he's doing time. I'm sure he's he's not even thinking about me. It's not even like that. Well, let's hope that. You know, no, I mean, yeah, life, life comes back on you. He's he's you know he was a little tyrant, man. Just beating up on people for no reason, man, and it caught up with him. So he's cool. Yeah, well, I'm sure he thinks you know, about all that stuff. You know, I'm sure he does. But is he going to learn from it? That's a, you know, that's another issue. Another in the show on Oprah. You know, I want to stay on the on this with yourself too. You know, um, I want to talk about one of my favorite entertainers, and Eddie. I don't know if you were involved in this um, either, or um, Florentino. But you know, one of my favorite singers of all time was Tina Marie. There's no oh, yeah. sister like her ever, ever, ever. Eddie, did you have any, uh, I know Bobby played, but did you have any um, interactions with Tina at all? I I worked with Tina. I was one of the first out of me and John and Bobby to work with Tina. I toured with Tina. We did a Sinbad soul tour with Earth and the Fire and Larry Graham. Um, I did actually a couple of the records, but yeah, I had a long stint with Tina. Um, yeah, that's like crazy. The, yeah. the only reason why I asked that question because I had the benefit of uh, Tina sat in with us at the Roxy Theater and for the listeners out there worldwide, the Roxy is still one of the most prominent venues. But back in the 80s, in uh, the early 80s, it was the club. And I'm sure we've all played there. I know Eddie has played Absolutely. there. I know and Bobby's played there. Um, but the fact is Tina yeah. came on and she sang um, You're Still a Young Man and she sang it with Michael uh, Jeffries and this girl oh, wow. blew everybody out the uh, out of the venue and this white girl yeah. who had a voice and then she started to scat on this where there would normally be a talk about you know I'm not a young man baby but you know I dropped them on side just for you she was talking this stuff out and I was on stage and I forgot to play my instrument because I was pushing myself <laughs> I was pinching myself because this girl got up and sang because Towers never had a, a female sing, a female you know, uh, yeah, to sing in with the with the group and still young and he's still a young woman. Um, with that, was she when you were on the road with her, you know, doing um, um, I need your love thing, and I won't. That's as far as I'm going to go. With that, but when you guys were on stage with her, was she as powerful on stage on tour as she was in the studio with Rick? Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. The stage was her home. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Bobby, Bobby can back that. I mean, absolutely. She'd be shut down and off off the stage. But as soon as uh, she went to Showtime, it was you know, it was on. <laughs> it was fire. Yeah. From the beginning, he's an amazing, amazing, amazing musician. As well. incredible. Yeah. 
I want to ask this question with regards to playing live with Tina, you know, and back in the day when we played Eddie uh, and Bobby mm-hmm. and so on, when we were allowed to stretch as opposed to the quote unquote programmed music that is played right now today and so on and so forth, people that you've been blessed to work with, were you able to step out of your lane and to solo when you wanted to? Or back in the day, was it was it formulated and it was regulated how far you guys could step out? No, no, she no not with Tina. Not with Tina. Yeah. Tina, she wanted she wanted to 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 Absolutely. have expression, you know, and she she gave you those times to express right. yourself. Um, she never, you know, the greatest thing about Tina, you know, you, you gave her some of the original uh, performance from the recording, and after that, mm-hmm. if you just sell, you know, I never. I'm taking a Bobby segment, but I shouldn't. I'm gonna get out in a second. No, no, no. Come on, man. When I first went to her, they called me to come in, and the musical director then told me, said, "Hey, man, whatever you do, learn the solo on I Need Your Loving, Mm -hmm. Danny." And I was like, "What? You know, what do you mean, learn that solo?" I figured I just came (laughs) off the French show. And my head is swallowed. I'm Eddie M. Like, I can, I'm going to do me. No, he said, no, really, learn the solo. And mm-hmm. I learned the solo. Thank God I did. But when, when, when that solo was the audition almost. And, 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 and I'm glad, every time we played that song, I went to Danny's solo. And, uh, but mm-hmm. then there was a place in the show where she wanted, she allowed you to do what you were about. And I'm, and she did that as well with Bobby as well. I recall it, but absolutely, she, yeah, it was no limit. It was no limit. She wanted that, and nothing no, was she, on the clock. Yeah. You know, nothing was on track. It was all live and good. Yeah, man. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's amazing. Like when you talk about um, uh, the music of yesteryear versus the music of today, she obviously gave the opportunity of the musicians, Eddie and and Bobby to stretch because you were capable of doing it. I mean, you guys could turn the show into your own situation, but at the same time, you, you know, uh, not forgetting who the boss is, who we're working for. You know, Absolutely. we are the hired guns that are hired to play with that. And, and Eddie, don't go anywhere. Cause I want you to stay on that because I want to pick up, um, you know, the situation with Sheila and, uh, and, oh. and uh, integrate that. If you would, if you had the time, if um, Paul will keep you on the line um, during the break, I want to talk more about that situation of, the, the difference between, if there was a difference, between working with Sheila, uh, working with Tina, working with Karen, and so on and so forth, and, and the uh, idiosyncrasies that each performer as a female had on stage. And, 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 and not to talk shit, but to talk about the aesthetics of music and, and how it is to work with a woman versus working with a man, or is there any difference at all? So with that said, this is Jackie Tony, Jackie's Groove, brought to you by Talk Radio Network. Here are your Connect to All Things Music. Guys, we're stepping out of segment number three into number four. I'm, I'm sitting here. I feel like the whitest guy on Soul Train right now, but I'm going to hold on to what I got. So guys, don't go anywhere. So we'll see you right back on the short break. Don't move an inch. This is Jackie Bertoni from Jackie's Groove. Come join me weekly on my journey through the music business as I take you behind the velvet rope, interviewing industry notables such as Al Dimiola, Michael McDonald, and Al Giroux, to name but a few. Listen to their stories on being in the studios recording number one hits and onto the stages throughout the globe. Allow me to be your music historian. 
You can hear me live every Monday at 2 p.m. and every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Standard Time or 24-7 on Jackie'sGroove.com. Ready to get your groove on? Hi, this is Tim Dolbear from Eclectica Studios. I'm a full-time mixing and recording engineer. I work with Grammy winners, labels, and indie artists using state-of-the-art digital mixing and restoration tools and the very best in analog gear. Really, though, it's my ability to bring tracks to life and fulfill your vision for your music. This has made me sought after by producers and artists worldwide. So spend your time working on music and not chasing a mix down a rabbit hole. Go to timdolbear.com and check out our free one-song mix offer. You know what's all around you every waking moment of your life? Marketing. You're choking on it. I'm Scott Robertson, and when it comes to strategic PR, branding, and marketing, I've seen it all. And actually, I'm still seeing it because bad marketing never sleeps. Join me each week on May the Best Brand Win right here on Intertalk Radio and learn how to make the marketing for your brand unforgettable. Are you serious about your music? Are you ready to run with the big dogs? The experts at Pitbull Audio have the gear to get you into the game. From leading manufacturers like Mesa Boogie, Fender, Pioneer, and American Audio. To sound your best, you need the best. Pitbull Audio can deliver in rehearsal, on stage, and into the big time. Dropping beats, shredding guitar, or making the crowd roar. Whatever you dream, Pitbull Audio can help make it happen. We are Pitbull Audio. We want you to play it loud. PitbullAudio.com. Hi, this is Al Miola, and you're listening to Jackie's Groove with Jackie Petoni. journey with us through the rhythm of the music business with your host, Jackie Bertoni. Second number four, the second hour of a two-hour interview with my in-studio guest, Mr. Bobby G, Bobby Gonzalez, and my fo- and my brother, his brother, the call-in Mr. Eddie Minifield, better known as Eddie M. Hey guys, you know I talked on the break, man, uh, about the situation right before we went left third to come into four. I wanted to find out, you know, the situation working with you know the people we work with, the plethora of entertainers. But the fact of the matter is, you know, we work with a lot of females, and you know we talked about Karen earlier, Karen White. But let's talk about the correlation of working with Eddie and currently with Sheila E. And uh, and also uh, the two of you working with Tina Marie. How was it working? Was it any different working with a female than working with a male uh, leader? Let's start out. And, and Bobby, can you pick that up and educate us on that? Uh, you know what? Being able to play with these women, they, they know music. And they're okay. true musicians and they know what they want. And, um, I'm, Hey, they're just, I can't even explain it. Just they're, it's, they're so talented. Like Sheila is ridiculous mm-hmm. musician, just incredible producer. She's, she's ridiculous. My big sis, she knows what she wants. 
knows how to put it together. Right. So well, so well that every time she would put a band together, Prince would come and take her band. So you think about that. Figure it out. Yeah. I mean, that's the truth. You, but did you understand my all the questions itself? You know, I want to sit there and, and talk about in the earlier stages before menopause came along. And uh, when it really turned into craziness, I'm married 34 years. I'm going through it right now. It's called men on pause. But the point I'm getting mm-hmm. at is, is when Sheila and Tina are in their quote unquote mood back then, mm-hmm. was it any different or was it still the fact that it was a musician, regardless of a vagina or a penis? The bottom line is they were musicians. They are musicians. Absolutely. So they, Absolutely. they attacked it like that. Yeah. Um, and, and obviously they, they, they hired the players. Absolutely. Eddie, did you find that to be any different at all, Eddie? You know, I think the fire that's behind both Sheila and Tina is their fight to be accepted as strong um, women in mm-hmm. in the in the music game, and they pushed harder. Where mm-hmm. it was kind of like a man kind of situation, but they pushed harder to prove themselves that they're just you know as strong. And I think that um, was the greatness of them. I mean, it's still, I mean, Sheila still pushes to this day. I've been around her for 30, almost 34 years. (laughs) And she drives no different than when we were 19, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But she she fights hard. And, 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 you know, it's, 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 uh, I've enjoyed, working with uh, females. Yeah, <laughs> um, you know, not to say I don't enjoy working with the guys, but I mean, I've spent the majority of my career of working with, with strong females. Um, yeah, man, you know, Andy, but, you're, you're currently working with my my two girls, Lynn Mabry and, uh, and also Rebecca Jade. Um, who are adding yeah. the, uh, the female touches to Sheila E. And Eddie, I don't want to cut you off, man, but I want to get back on the show with um, Bobby. And I want to thank you very, yeah. very, very much man, for joining us. I'm, gl- I'm I'm glad you accepted the invitation, Bobby. I hope you don't mind me springing Eddie on you. And uh, of I know it's a stupid not. question. Are you kidding me? That's my, that's my brother right there. Goodness gracious. That's my roommate. Bobby G, Bobby G, he's hurt him. Still hurting them. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Everybody, hey, please man. thank that. Personally, to Eddie, Eddie Manifield, Eddie M. Thank you so much for being part of Jackie's Groove the second time around. Not to say that you won't be around the third, fourth, fifth, and sixth, seventh time around also. So, everybody, please say goodbye to Mr. Eddie Menefield. Eddie, thank you, mother brother. I love you. Hey, and uh, love you're you, always bro. Love you, too. Love you, love you Jackie. Love you, Bobby. Bobby, call me. <laughs> I sure will. <laughs> All right, man. Take care, take care, Eddie. Hey, Bobby, let me ask you this question, Bobby. You know, um, I, I love the fact because I'm probably one of the rare guys out there that's a huge fan of Jane Child, also. How was that working with that girl and that whole situation? Oh, my goodness. I forgot about Yeah, absolutely. Another, she was Jane Child, is, she knows great musician, man, and would put stuff together and she would see music, you know, in a way that I didn't know how she would do it. She'd put stuff together, and she's an amazing person to work with. You know, she's awesome, yeah, awesome, awesome. I've been very you know, blessed, it, and, and I've, I've played with some great musicians, man. 
you know, I forgot about Jane. I forgot all about that. Yeah, that was, that was awesome. Yeah, you, you know, because I'm just looking at the parallels of all the different uh, musicians that, you know, that you've been blessed to play with. Obviously, you're playing with them because of your ability to play. But with that is Bobby G, and that's an, 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 uh, a message from a listener right now. Does Of all the great musicians that Bobby's shared the stage with and or the studio with, is there a musician dead or alive that you have a bucket list to work with? Oh, that would be Sly Stone, hands down. Why? Hands down. Oh, my goodness. He's the epitome of funk. He's just a great songwriter, plays every instrument, great storyteller. He's, he's, he's my favorite, period, hands down. Does Sly know about Bobby G? Oh, he does. Uh, long story short, um, Cynthia Robinson, she passed. Bless her soul, miss her. Um, my mother and father would let her take me actually to uh, the power plant in Oakland. Wow. wow. And I was like seven or eight years old, and I would watch right. these guys track. I would be right there watching them record music, watching them. It was incredible. Were you learning during the time that you're watching the tracking going down, or were you more uh, of a fanboy? No, I was watching. Like, what does that button do? What does that do? I'm asking questions. They were everybody. Everybody would they would say, "Oh, he's going right. to be a musician." There's no hands. There's no hands for butts. He's he's way too involved. I'm like Give watching. What are you guys doing? Excuse me. Give me a timeline. When, when was this? I was seven or eight years old. So when I, I don't know what that that would be seventy. I know it's the Fresh album. Put it that way. What could you Larry know at the age of seven years old, brother? Well, what could you honestly comprehend at the age of seven? Uh, funk. Was it <laughs> okay? I, I could comp- I could comprehend it. I understood it very well. That's that's all I, I was around. My mother and father are musicians, and it's in my blood. So. You know, and and looking at the situation, I want to find out too, just because I've always I've always been amazed. Like you mentioned Jay King earlier. Um, I had Jay on my yeah. show, and uh, it was pretty amazing. I asked a lot of the older guys that are long in the tooth, like you and I are, Jay and uh, and Brian Alexander Morgan and Eddie, and so on. Mm-hmm. But you know, the, mm-hmm. the 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 difference of the music business today versus yesterday. And I'm not talking about the aesthetics of monetary uh, and compensation of music, but let's talk about the recording side of it itself. Are you comfortable with pro tools are you comfortable with logic uh 10 or do you prefer to be in an actual studio recording or does you know what it's well put it this way so i had the pleasure of um it was was that april i believe of last year um got to go in the studio with sheila and her band and she asked me to come through and I came through and we recorded for six or seven days straight. Mm-hmm. And, um, that experience recording like that, when you have musicians, everyone in, you know, recording like this, it's a different element. I right. like that. I love it. But at the same time, I like being in front of my computer and because I can play pretty much everything that I need to, um, that needs to be recorded. I like being at home and just recording. So it, it's, it's, there's two different worlds, and I like I like both of them. Bobby so G, like the producer. The, yes. yes. Let me ask you a question. Bobby G, the producer, are you an easy guy to work with? Are you a prick? 
um, you know, will explain to us, you know, what, what pisses you off in the studio and, you know, or what don't you want to hear of the bad note, as it's always said, what is it that you don't, or what pisses you off, sends you over the top in the studio? And let's talk about yourself since you're basically playing most of the instruments yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, are, are, are you, are you that technical? Are you that? Um, I'm not that. Okay. I am not. There's a, like a, I've listened to Brian Alexander Morgan's uh, interview and he's back in the day. I sh- used to share a studio with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, yeah, he was very technical about notes before pro tools. I mean, not pro tools, um, uh, auto tune. Right. He was, I mean, he keep going. I mean, once it perfect, perfect, perfect. And I'm not that person is if it's a feel to it, it could be out mm-hmm. of tune. I'm, I'm that kind of dude. I'm like, if it's a feel to it, I'll keep it and I'll keep moving on, you know, but um, when you listen, when some you people, listen, some people go ahead. No, I'm saying when you're listening to older tracks that you've recorded, that's actually in vinyl, it's been pressed and it's out on the radio and so on. Do you ever catch yourself with a front brow going, oh, fuck, I wish that wouldn't have been put on. Or are you happy with everything that made it to the press? You know what? It's, I'm happy because it's a segment of time that was captured and I leave it at that. So when it's mixed and it's done, that's I captured time. However, I recorded it in that amount of time. Now it's out there in the universe. It, it is what it is. Like I listen to I love it. like, like, uh, like Sly Stone. I'll listen to that stuff. And there's out of tune notes. There's a, uh, bass out of tune flat guitars or out of tune drumming is not perfect but when you put all that stuff together it's what makes it funky you know what i mean and and what's happening with tech with the technical side of recording now you've got a bunch of people that just hit buttons and they don't know right. how to play and everything is mm-hmm. perfect and there's no feel behind it that's what's missing with music. It's it's just computer generated. There's nothing wrong with the computer, but if you prostitute it in a way of, you know, you don't know how to play an instrument and you're making right. music by just hitting buttons, that's, you know, what's the use? And then you can take anybody and put auto-tune on them and you're done, you know? You don't have to be a singer. And that's a great analogy because, you know, me in the studio, too, just did a, re- a uh, recording with Michael Paulo and uh, David Benoit. And, uh, yeah, I'm name dropping because it's an amazing, amazing track. It's actually <laughs> uh, Michael, uh, Michael Paulo's new uh, new CD coming out in the next few months. And I did a um, uh, Your Song by Elton John, a cover tune of it, and I laid all the colors and stuff on it. We went back and we and we recorded it in analog. And it was really, mm. really, really cool. Yeah, and... Uh, because there's so many plugins nowadays that you can take digital and turn it into analog. When you go in the studio, do you find yourself recording in analog or analog plugins um, to get that sound that you're looking for? Or are you a slave to what is out there today? I'm a slave to what's out there today. It's, it's, it's all good. You know, it's, I mean, I like tape. I, I love it, but it's expensive. You know, mm. and the average ear can't hear it. So it, to me, yeah, um, it's really not a big deal. And it's like music is in such a, a down low right now to where mm-hmm. it's, it's it's horrible right now. I mean, people can't make money 
writing songs anymore. You know, royalties is music is free. Well, and it's fat. Don't get me don't get me pointing fingers on who's the you know who's man, the culprits for that. It's, you know the situation man, of you know. It's sad. It's really it, it, sad. it is sad. It's very very sad because the bottom line is like I said it over and over again. I'll say this to blue in the face. You and I are not doing this for our looks. We're doing this because we have a family. We have an overhead. We have the situation and the and why in America is it still allowed that you know I hate you saying well you can get Bobby G's new album wherever music is sold versus Tower Records, Virgin Records, Amoeba Music, and so when there's thirty eight yeah when there's thirty eight viable Tower Records in Japan that are still making money hand over fist because the way they 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 value their music when you yes. are in the situation when you're trying to monetize. What's out there? You know, as we're getting older, it's it's tough, man. Bobby, it's tough to be on the road. I mean, look at Tower of Power. The guys are Absolutely. my ten years my senior, and they're two hundred eleven days out of the year. They're playing live music. That's got to wear yeah. on you. Do you feel in the yeah. uh, in today's in your heart of hearts that the music business will come back to yesterday? Absolutely. Why do you Absolutely. feel that? Do, it has to. Why do you feel that? Because. It's life is a cycle. The things that were, the things that shall be. The Lord right. even says that. Yeah, of course. It's 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 got to come back around. You know, it's, it's got to come back. It's got to. Uh, I'm, I'm waiting. Trust me. It's, yeah. it's really I mean, it's sad like, right now. It's just the music is so terrible, and people are being. And it's so funny because I mean this thing with Fergie. Now she's part mm-hmm. of a, you know, a multi-million dollar group you want to call it that or you know the very popular very successful black IPs, and she gives right. us and she thinks she thinks that she can blow and come on man that was horrible that, don't, that don't, was sad don't don't, don't get me off and, and that's the truth also because you know right now i'm just looking at notes i want to know if your opinion if you got a chance to hear what quincy you know you know what q yes. had said in his last and, and let's not let's not talk about that until the next segment because I want okay. your opinion of of being one of the old guys in the business itself. Do you think it was right what he said? I think what he said, I don't want to put the fact that he's, you know, he's at that age now where our grandparents, they don't give a shit what they say because they've already earned the right to say it. But, you right. know, uh, should he curtailed his voice? Could he, um, should his people, quote unquote, said, Quincy, that's not the thing to be saying. That's not the, you know, that don't spew it. Don't talk about Marvin Gaye like you talked about him and, and so on and so forth, you know, and we can expand on that just a little bit. And I want to know your opinion Absolutely. on that. I want to know your opinion about a lot of things. So when we come back on segment number five, do you, you see how fast this is going? And we haven't I even touched really is going. <laughs> on the aesthetics of Bobby G. You know, I mean, again, yeah. too, I'm going to repeat myself over and over again. I'm a fan. And I hope that God and gives me the blessings to you. work with you to add my taste and my flavor, my color onto your music. And again, too, I'm just, I'm kind of leaving an open book that way. So with that said, guys, Jack and Tony Dex Group brought to you by Intertalk Media, connect to all things music. On the phone right now, talking to Bobby G. Bobby Gonzalez, guitarist extraordinaire. Bobby, we'll be right back on the segment number four, going into five. Don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. 
Are you serious about your music? Are you ready to run with the big dogs? The experts at Pitbull Audio have the gear to get you into the game. From leading manufacturers like Mesa Boogie, Fender, Pioneer, and American Audio. To sound your best, you need the best. Pitbull Audio can deliver in rehearsal, on stage, and into the big time. Dropping beats, shredding guitar, or making the crowd roar. Whatever you dream, Pitbull Audio can help make it happen. We are Pitbull Audio. We want you to play it loud. PitbullAudio.com. You know what's all around you every waking moment of your life? Marketing. You're choking on it. I'm Scott Robertson, and when it comes to strategic PR, branding, and marketing, I've seen it all. And actually, I'm still seeing it because bad marketing never sleeps. Join me each week on May the Best Brand Win right here on Intertalk Radio and learn how to make the marketing for your brand unforgettable. Hi, I'm Tim Dolbear, the host of Sound Experience on Intertalk Radio. Each week, I talk with top professional audio engineers, producers, musicians, and the manufacturers that make the tools that we use in the studio each and every day. From capturing the perfect take to mastering your final release and the tools and how the pros use them, we are going to dive deep into their process and learn from their experience. I look forward to you joining us each week on Sound Experience with me, your host, Tim Dolbear. Make this your vinyl night. I'm John J.R. Robinson, and every week, music creation comes alive through stories, experiences, and sounds when vinyl records filled our hearts and minds. My friends and I share our tips and techniques used in creation of iconic tracks for recording artists such as Michael Jackson, Eric Clapton, Quincy Jones, and Steve Winwood, to name a few. Vinyl has emerged hot, and the soul of vinyl defines art and passion, which burns deepest at night. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on entertalkradio.com. Hey, this is Brian Culbertson, and you're listening to my dude, Jackie Bertoni, on Jackie's Groove. Come journey with us through the rhythm of the music business with your host, Jackie Bertoni. Welcome back to Jackie's Groove. This is Jackie Bertoni, brought to you by Intertalk Media, Connect to All Things Music. Hey, I want to say first and foremost, thank you to all of our sponsors out there that keep this crazy ship afloat. First and foremost, to Calvin Lee and the Motley Crew over at Pipple Audio. And you can reach them at pipplaudio.com, where they just want you to play it loud. And also, places uh, uh, SIR, SIR-USA.com, the greatest place for rehearsal and back, uh, backline needs. Also want to say hi to all my boys at Beer Percussion, my drumstick choice for the past 25 years, Sabian Cymbals for the past 26 years, and LP Music Group, my choice of percussion for the past 30 years. Thank you, gentlemen, for your belief. And with that said, I want to believe that I got somebody else on the line to surprise Mr. Mr. Ed, you know, Bobby G. Uh, Eddie M. was on the last segment. We got the crazy and the innovative 
Mr. Brian Alexander Morgan. Surprise, 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 Bobby G. Bam! Bobby, say, hi bam. To, what's up? say hi to Bam, Bam, say hi to Bobby. Sack! What's been up, man? What's been up? Yo, oh man, B, you already know. This B never goes anywhere out of my heart because just he's that, he's that dude. Real musicianship <laughs> always wins. Yeah, you got that right. Absolutely. And he got that, and he, he'll never leave, lose that. So that's like, you know, that's a win-win in my book. <laughs> man, share with the listeners, if you will, the both of you, how far back you go Brian, go ahead and explain your, uh, to the listeners out there exactly all the times that you shared on stage live or in the recordings with Mr. Bobby G. Well, ours is very simple. Like, listen, man, I came straight from Kansas. Uh, church boy from Kansas, didn't know nothing about nothing, got signed to Warner Brothers. And thank God the first two people I ran into were Bobby G and John Paris. Oh, my God. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yep. And and, and yep. just from sheer love of Sly Stone and the music and the things that come that came before us, we right. went. I think I don't know how I went into that, Bobby, but we ended up in that studio recording a little jam yeah. of simple songs. Remember that? Yep. Yes. Absolutely. Oh I want a copy of that if you have it, man. I still got it. Ooh, I got it was... too, bro. I'm never letting it go. <laughs> man. And so we went in and did yep. a little jam session, and man, from that moment on, I mean, you know, when you meet your tribe, you know, when you meet your tribe. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, that guy and, and John Paris and Bobby G are two of the most consistently real. Don't change for nothing. Believe what they believe. It's not going to change. This is who they are. Cats I've ever met. And thank God, because that's what we need more of. It's like people that really yeah. stand up for just actual real music. That's nice. <laughs> you know? Man. And un unflinching. Unflinching in their musicianship and in their dedication to their craft. I'm not trying to do too much, Bobby, but I'm just saying, you know, just saying it like it is. No, absolutely. No, you're saying the truth. Absolutely. Now, you know, I won't, and, and, and I haven't the truth. seen him yet. I haven't seen Bobby Speak waver from that from date from 1988, which is when we had that jam session, all the way to now. Yeah. I, and that little music I just yeah. heard listening on the wait while he's waiting, that's cold. Yeah. I, I didn't even heard that, but that's dope. I, that's what I'm talking about. That's my man right there. <laughs> well, you, you, know, you. You, you just yeah. mentioned you mentioned the word truth a second ago. Let's talk about truth for a second. Try to get this extracted. Two segments ago with Eddie M when he surprised um, Bobby. Now, I'm going to ask you, too, and, and don't be afraid because it's Bobby G is on the other line. But I understand that Bobby G is crazy, and I mean crazy in a good way. Now, I'm going to extract out of you for all the years that you've known Bobby. Is there something you can sit there and pull out the top of your hat, the top of your mind, that you want the listeners to know exactly how crazy Bobby G was on the road? I'll just say this. For my part, I just know that. When he's when he's playing, he's transported, and when he's and when he's writing, he's sincere. But don't fuck with him uh, on the streets; he'll beat your ass. Talk about okay. That's that's it. That's it. Shug, you hear that, Shug? I love it, man. Oh my goodness! Do that. Oh, a good guy yeah. to a fault, but don't but don't don't push don't push him and don't get it twisted. Dig it, dig it. That's, my, that's and, my that's my perspective on Bobby G. He does not play <laughs> really passionate about his 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 music and his life, and you don't play with with the BG man. And Bobby, <laughs> let me ask you a question, Bobby. Throwing it back to you for a second, yeah. Bobby. What was your fond memory of of Bam on the road or in the studio? Uh, what what do you to this man? Uh, you know what? Like I said, I shoot. How long did I rent from you? But he had a and 
And uh, he had a studio out in um, yeah, Brand, that's right. um, up at Bradshaw, that's off right. of uh, Bradshaw, yeah. And I was renting the other side, and man, I would knock at the door, come and listen to this dude record uh, Rain. Remember the SWV? Just this cat mm-hmm. was just over there, just making hits, man. I'm over next door, like trying to absorb it, just watching this dude <laughs> record, man. I learned that's, that's the truth. I would watch how he recorded, man. So, I mean, we're what did ba- you take from him? Next door, you... na- next door neighbors. Because I could come over there and, and, and walk by and hear something ridiculous Absolutely. and go, oh my God, yeah. and it'd be Bobby in there by himself doing everything. And, and, and Bobby, let me ask you this question. What did you learn from BAM, Brian Alexander Morgan, that you use in the studio today? Can you share with us? Um, you know what? I, I really like his uh, vocal arrangements. It's just, he's dope. He's still can't do it, but I try to learn it, you know, <laughs> just around it. And, you know, Thank but you, B. He's just he's Thanks, sick bro. with it, man. Yeah. Boy, his his it, it, vocal stuff is... And he's an incredible singer by himself, so that's that's another thing. He's just... He oh, wow. Thank you. Yeah. And for the totally fans worldwide, um, go on to Jackie'sGroove.com and, and scroll down to episodes on demand and enjoy the interview that I had uh, earlier this year with uh, with Brian. Um, great, great, great. In fact, I think I did Brian and then a couple episodes after that I did Jay King or was it vice versa. And just to listen to these uh, these gentlemen that, you know, basically they made the music. You talk about SWV. Sister with Voices, man. I mean, it's one of my favorite groups of growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mm-hmm. of listening to that type, that type of music, and to find out they're still out and they're playing and they're still killing it. There's a reason why yeah. people, us, um, again, groups like Sticks, Tower of Power, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Chicago, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, mm-hmm. and Journey, and so on, are still selling out. Not small venues; they're selling out arenas because of yeah, the yeah. music. SWV just sold out Wimbledon a couple of years ago. Sold out. You, you dig? And that's and that's what blows me out of the water wow. is trying to figure out to the young players out there. You know, the I, I said this to Bam in our interview. The thing that's missing in today's music, gentlemen, is thing called the bridge. And it and these <laughs> and the young the young writers out there don't understand the you know the uh, the message of the bridge. And so on. What do you think? And both of you, I'm going to pose the both questions to both of you, uh, of you gentlemen. What do you think it is that the young writers are missing? The thing called the bridge. Well, they don't know how to Bobby, play go. for one. Yeah, they don't know how to play an instrument. They're a bunch of <laughs> hey. It's right. the truth. They don't know how to play an instrument, so they don't know. All yep. they know how to do is sample, uh, come up with maybe yep. a, a a four measure groove. And mm-hmm. let it move all the way out. If that. That's it. If that. That's it. Yeah, and exactly. You, and I think Quincy, Quincy just said it best. Quincy said it best just recently in that interview he just did, which was astounding. Right, right, Jackie? Oh, my God. Right. Quincy Jones mm-hmm. interview, Bobby? My Lord. Man, right? I, I, man, you know what? We were supposed to come back, Jackie, with that. We, I, uh, I got that. Uh, and we'll pick front, that up. But, um, man, I love that interview. I love it. <laughs> You got to know your history. You got to know what, you, what foundation you're standing on. And if you don't know where you're coming from, y'all, that's the thing. You got to know, like, if you got, if I came into this game fully respecting Stevie Wonder, Donny Hathaway, Sly Stones, and the people that came before yeah. me and really right. tried to make what I was doing. Bobby, you, I know you can relate to this with Prince and, and things like that. Live up to the expectations that have, uh, to the bar that have been set before us, correct? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. I agree, but do you, you think he was out of line? And it, that standard, yeah. It's but crazy. Bam, do you think he was out of line in any way, shape, or form of what he said and the way he said it and the way he directed it? With I'm me, say as far as I'm concerned, with Quincy, I'm, I'm, because here's yeah. the thing. I, I think that when, you get, when you're 40 years plus into this game, 40, 50 years in, and you're on your way out the door probably of this planet, I think you should just be as honest as you can be, and that's just what he there was, you go. and I appreciate it. Hey. Okay. But the but the one thing though, what people they they can't take truth. So it's like he came out it's like he's just telling the truth. It's an interview yeah, and he's yeah. not holding anything back. And I'm like, just speak the truth. And he's talking about sure Marvin. Did. He's talking about Michael. He's like just saying this is what it is. And it's it's a That's truth. Right. He wasn't right. out of line. And it's, you know what? And let me say this because I want to say this on that part. I, and I Please. was just with Greg Fillinghaines a couple weeks weeks ago at NAM. And let me tell you something. As long as I've known Greg, I've known Greg for a decade, and he's never mm-hmm. ever mentioned that little bit about Michael not giving him writer's credit for that piece on Don't Stop exactly. Enough. That's fascinating exactly. to me because it shows how like there's a way you can comport yourself in this business as well, right, Bobby? Like yeah, absolutely. Uh, he could have bad mouthed Mike. He could have bad mouthed Mike for decades, but he didn't do it. And you know what? And that's why he was still on bad in the next record that came after, even though Michael was yes. wrong for not giving him that 10%. But Absolutely. the way that, that, that he handled himself, you hear, you hear me? Absolutely. He, but do you he think, was smart. Do you think oh, that yeah. was Michael that didn't give up the 10% or do you think that was management that didn't give up the 10%? No, that's Michael. That's my, oh, that was, because he's that was the Michael. one. He's the one. <laughs> it's his name. It's, he's the boss. He's. He has people working right. for him. They're not working for you. Understand what I'm saying? So exactly. the thing is, he should have got he should have got ten percent. That bridge is dope for sure. Oh my god! I mean, that bridge is everything. In my whole life, I thought Quincy wrote it. Exactly. Wow. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I thought Quincy would do that in there as a as a as a genius arranger. And believe me, when I heard that, that was I called Greg. I was like, Oh my god, bro! He's like, Yeah, man. So at the end of the day, it just goes to show. First of all. Give writers what they deserve. Number one, that comes that Man, goes down to you. Spotify and all these all these new uh, streaming services. Writers are the lifeblood of the whole game. You cannot suck the blood from the writers and the producers. Man. You can't do it and expect the game to, to flourish. Am I right, y'all? Absolutely. Yeah. In a perfect world, it's as they change. say, in a in a perfect world. Yeah. But will it change, gentlemen? You know, what's it going to take for us as the oh, old guys in the industry? To, to make this oh, it's make changing change. now. Look, we just got this a uh, ruling from DC. We just only only like a month ago. It's changing already. But the Spotify's and the streaming services have agreed to up their uh, their payment scale by fifty percent. So it's already they changing have to. dramatically. They Man. have to. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I just think it. I think it's yes, craziness. Sir. You know. And Bam, I want to say, Bam, th- you know, thanks, man. It was so good to hook up with you, man, at Nam in three weeks ago. I can't believe it's already been three weeks. Absolutely. Back. It was finally get a chance to, you know, put my arms around and give you a big squeeze, man. And thank you for being part of Jack's yes. groove and making us successful. And uh, I hope you don't mind me, Bobby, surprising him with you. There were so many more people. In fact, I'm going to throw it up right now. I'm waiting for Peter Michael to be calling in right now. But Peter's in the studio right now <laughs> wow. with Pops. He's doing Pops' <laughs> new album right now. And, wow. you know, and so Very on. Cool. So if he calls in, it'll be on the next segment. If he doesn't, then just know cool. that he loves you. And, uh, and, cool. and Bobby, he tried, he's trying to get out. You know, and uh, and get away from this and uh, the board and recording with dad. Well, you know, I want to say this. If you will. Thank you, thank you, Jackie, for even allowing me to be able to speak to my man BG. We don't get to see each other very often, so it's very, very nice. And I'm happy to be included in one of those groups of friends that you don't have to see each other every day, but you pick up right where we left off in the love. That you yeah, absolutely. Am I right, Bobby? I, I, absolutely. Yeah, it's good hearing that. That's the way it's gonna Seriously. be. 
Yeah, you too, brother. And then, hey, Bobby, you know I'm on this Drake joint, right? So look, I'm out here really representing us for like the whole Dig next it. generation, bro. Dig it. <laughs> Dig it, dig it, dig it. Cool. Hey, Bam, thank you so much for being part of this, man. You guys, for all the listeners out there, Brian Alexander Morgan, please go down to jackiesgroove.com, scroll down to episodes on demand, and uh, listen to this amazing interview that I had with uh, with Brian Alexander Morgan, or better known as Bam in the industry. Bam, thank you, brother. Thank Godspeed. you so much. Hey, Bobby, hey, Bobby, bro. my number is the same, brother, for 25 years, same number. Okay, cool. We got to talk, man, for real. We got to catch up. <laughs> yeah, for real. Thank you, guys. Beautiful. Cool, man. God bless, man. God bless. All right there, man. So Bobby, and so, you know, Bobby, that's why I wanted to throw that to you, man. Cause it's just like all these guys, when they found that you were coming on, it's due to the fact that Florentino opened his mouth and, uh, and everybody, everybody <laughs> wants to talk to you. Hey, let me ask you this question, man. And I asked you this, you know, before, um, you know, the break and before we brought on, uh, bam, but with regards to, to, um, to Q and to Quincy, um, yes. in your opinion, do you think he was out of line? I asked that again. I'm going to ask again without being redundant for the fact that Not he at is, all. Okay, and why do you feel that? that okay, well, why? Share with me and share with the listeners why you feel that he wasn't out of line when he got such a huge backlash from the industry or the younger segment of players out there. Well, well, we're dealing with a society that's fake. He was being truthful. He's speaking like he's talking to, like I, we're talking right now. So if we didn't have listeners and we're like just, what did, is he's just, he just said what it is, and it was the truth, and people just, they don't want to hear anything. My, Michael's a thief. Okay, did he do the crime? Yes. What's wrong with that? He did. Yeah, yeah. again, I'm trying to wrap my head around it because when I read it, I just, I looked at it as a hired gun, not a person who, um, you know, I got paid, I get paid when I go in the studio to add my my flavor, my instrument to that itself. So I don't get involved in that. But now being a radio guy, I mean, people have really expressed the situation. They want to find out exactly was Quince Adeline. I said, I don't know. I don't know the man. I don't know Q. I know people have been blessed to work with Q, you know, and, and I've been waiting a call back from Saida, you know, you know, who was the closest to Q of all the people that I know personally mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. what she feels, you know, about um, what he said. And if what he said was gospel, if what he said was made up or what he said is because he's elderly and he doesn't give a shit and he's again on his way out. So he's got to say, and he's going to speak the truth before he steps out. So I think I can respect the fact. I know I can respect the fact that you believe that what he said was the truth. Um, I still want to find out more about it, you know, and I, and I want to find out more about that. But when we, when we come back on the second segment, the last segment, I should say segment number six, but to our interview, I want to know all about, you and what you feel and how you feel about the industry. We talked about the monetizing, but I want to make sure, and I want the listeners out there to understand and for you to be honest of what you feel about the, today's music or the lack thereof. And uh, I want your opinion, man, because I want to, you know, I keep a, a list of, and a roster of who I've spoken to. And I was surprised when, uh, when Jay King said that he understands the music business today. And if you don't understand the music today, you're out of the music business. And I, you know, I believe in that to certain situations. And most people, like I talked to Lee Lochnane, the founder of Chicago. When I talked to well, Lee, and I said, hold that thought, baby boy, because I, you know, I, okay. I want to step All in because right. we're going into the last segment. I don't want to, right. I want to pick this up, but write that down. And I'm, it's going to be your homework okay. to bring this up on segment number mm-hmm. six, the last of a two hour interview with my incredible, incredible guest by the name of Bobby G, Bobby Gonzalez. Jackie Bertoni, Jackie's Groove, brought to you by Intertalk Media, Connect All Things Music. Final hour. 
final segment coming up right around the corner. Guys, don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Tim Dolbear, host of Sound Experience here on InterTalk Radio. And Source Connect by Source Element is the essential tool that we use to link between my studio in Austin, Texas, and the WS radio station in San Diego. Now, with Source Connect, not only can we communicate in real time and with HD audio, but it's synced up and is of a high enough quality that I can use it for real time ADR work, remote recording, and overdubbing, and it even allows me to remotely control a DAW. Source Connect by Source Element, affordable, high quality audio and video connection over the internet for all of your production needs. You know what's all around you every waking moment of your life? Marketing. You're choking on it. I'm Scott Robertson, and when it comes to strategic PR, branding, and marketing, I've seen it all. And actually, I'm still seeing it because bad marketing never sleeps. Join me each week on May the Best Brand Win right here on InterTalk Radio and learn how to make the marketing for your brand unforgettable. Make this your vinyl night. I'm John G.R. Robinson, and every week, music creation comes alive through stories, experiences, and sounds when vinyl records filled our hearts and minds. My friends and I share our tips and techniques used in creation of iconic tracks for recording artists such as Michael Jackson, Eric Clapton, Quincy Jones, and Steve Winwood, to name a few. Vinyl has emerged hot, and the soul of vinyl defines art and passion, which burns deepest at night. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on entertalkradio.com. Are you serious about your music? Are you ready to run with the big dogs? The experts at Pitbull Audio have the gear to get you into the game. From leading manufacturers like Mesa Boogie, Fender, Pioneer, and American Audio. To sound your best, you need the best. Pitbull Audio can deliver in rehearsal, on stage, and into the big time. Dropping beats, shredding guitar, or making the crowd roar. Whatever you dream, Pitbull Audio can help make it happen. We are Pitbull Audio. We want you to play it loud. PitbullAudio.com. Hi, this is Michael McDonald, and you're listening to my good buddy Jackie Bertoni on Jackie's Groove. journey with us through the rhythm of the music business with your host, Jackie Bertoni. Welcome back to the final segment. Segment number six, I have a two-hour interview with my in-studio guest, Mr. Bobby G. Bobby Gonzalez, Jackie Bertoni. Jackie's group brought to you by InterTalk Radio or InterTalkTheMedia.com. Hey, guys, you know, I've had a great time, you know, and I've got so many more questions, and i got to jam them into the last final hour here because I want to find out from Bobby. And, Bobby, I'm going to throw this right back to you. We talked about this on the break, and I wanted to find out exactly where we left off, but... We talked about the music of today or the lack thereof. And, you know, and you've been around the corner in your back. In fact, you paved most of the streets that these young guys have walked on or they thought their shit doesn't stink because they've got hits <laughs> and so on and so forth. Now, based upon the music of yesterday versus the music or the lack thereof today, 
Do you understand today's music? Yes or no, and why? I understand it, uh, and why I understand it because I'm a musician, and I understand that there's a lack of musicality in music today. It's um, once again, you have a bunch of button pushers. They don't know how to play instruments. Mm -hmm. uh, they take a, you know, take a sample, loop it out, put a hook right. on it, rap. It's junk. I don't. I don't like it. I don't listen to the radio. To be honest, yeah. I don't listen to it. I Let me can't ask you this question. I, if I was, if I was to hijack your music player right now, your your iTunes, or what, if I was the crew cruising a car and we took a two hour drive, what are we going to be listening to in Bobby G's car? Ooh, I'll, I'll tell you right now. Hold on one second. Let me see. And why also too? <laughs> Give me one second. Let me see. I'm gonna pull this Go ahead. up. Okay, so I'm dreaming with the broken heart, John Mayer, paper doll, John Mayer, half of mm -hmm. my heart. Wait a second. Oh, yes. I.G.Y. Donald Fagan, Georgie Porgy, Toto, Love right. is the Answer, England Dan, John Ford Coley, Lonely Boy, mm -hmm. Andrew Gold, Time Will Reveal, DeBarge, Heart of Mine, Bobby Caldwell, Miss You Like Crazy, Natalie Cole, um, Dreaming of You, Selena. I will be here for you, Michael W. Smith, Steel Commodores, Faithfully Journey, Fantasy, Earth, Wind, and Fire. You know, that's, that's the stuff I listen to. Yeah, man. And, and it sounds like you just you hijacked mine because that's, you know, it's pretty much verbatim. You know, when we go in there, I, I always say to the, to the listeners out there, the young listeners, like our demographics have really dropped in a positive way. We've dropped down into the low 20s now that are listening to Jackie's Groove. And I always tell the millennials this, and I don't want to be to beat it into, you know, to beat a dead horse. But you guys, the music that we grew up with, our parents that we grew up with, you know, mm -hmm. the, uh, and Bobby and I are old enough to have kids in, in our 30s and, and so on. And what they lack thereof is the ability to enjoy a thing called Record Release Tuesday. When you're able to take a tangible CD, split that open. I mean, it only had, I don't know if you guys remember back in the day, when it was a two-year two year run, when the CDs had a long um, rectangular box that it came in, and they figured the the record companies they were spending too much money. That only had a two day uh, two year lifespan, and then it went down to the CDs. And you would mm -hmm. rifle through the CDs on Tuesdays, and you would peel back that plastic, and you would pull out a thing called the liner notes. I talk about this mm -hmm. on every interview because yeah. we have to give and we have to pay homage not only to the musician that's on the front cover, but the players that made Absolutely. the music, the makeup I artists. The, I, I really I miss, miss it also because I. Yeah, I really missed it. I love to see who um, who played guitar, bass, keyboards, who did the vocal arrangements, who did the mixing, where it was mixed at. I missed that. Exactly. I really missed you know, that. Yeah, I and missed all the, that. And all the years that I've had the blessings of working with Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys, you know, mm -hmm. and that whole that whole ability to watch a genius in the studio working his magic. And, but not just that, but the people that are next to him, to us left and to the right, the engineers that push the button, the, that, that, that's it, the Bernie Grubmans who master the music and so on and so yes. forth. You know, Absolutely. that's what you have to understand. And I'm so sick of, of this, Bobby, when you watch an award show to this fucking day, excuse my French, <laughs> it's not to yeah. the very end of the award show. Does it show the musicians who played the music during the whole damn award show? Exactly. You know, I don't know what it's going to take to change that. You know, we are not the afterthought. We are the thought. 
We are the Absolutely. music that's around that. You know, I've been blessed to, to have uh, interviewed and played with the best of the who's who of the industry. Uh, and based upon that situation, I, I still miss, I don't miss the main studios because I have a studio here in my home, but I do miss that mm-hmm. sound of the, you know, the, of the ampeg of that, of that and when there's a mistake made in that mm-hmm. two inch reel is being rewound and so on and so forth. You know, for the grant to the fact that I am a, 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 a slave to logic um, you know, I'm getting the same Absolutely. sound of the, the major labels, but the thing is, I find to be very interesting. Let's write, for instance, Sticks, uh, the rock group Sticks. They went mm-hmm. back and they recorded an album. They recorded it all in analog. They didn't use plugins for digital to analog. They recorded it all mm-hmm. in analog. In fact, the musicians brought out their old instruments to play the sounds, and uh, which was really, really incredible. And the same with Michael McDonald, my good friend of mine. That's new album on September the fifteenth called Wide Open. That's killing it. That's also mm-hmm. recorded um, all in analog. So, with that said, and based upon money and the and the and the expense that it costs to go into a studio or even have somebody come into Bobby G's home with a drum set and so on, when you program the drums and you have a you know, and, and so on, you still have to hire the drummer or someone to program the drums itself. Do you have a preference, if money is no object, to use live musicians on the recordings? Oh, I would love that. Absolutely. What is that? Somebody trying to call in? Yeah, someone calling that? to call in, Polly. Okay. I think we have another special guest on. Well, let me know when they're on. <laughs> they're let on. me know who it is. Uh, it could be anyone. <laughs> I think it's Peter Hello? Michael. Peter Michael, is that you, brother? Hell no. Nah. This is Come Derek D.O.A. Allen. Peter Michael, ah! say hi to Bobby G. Bobby G. Light, said to light, Peter hey, light, lightweight, ah! lightweight offended that how the hell y'all going to have all these people talking to my guy and you don't call me. Uh, Bobby, you bad. know we got a problem. I, I feel bad, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> this is Florentino, Now Derek. you know we got a problem, bro. Oh, man. <laughs> I surprised all of us. <laughs> Bobby, Bobby, you know we got problem, Bobby. Let me let me me clarify, guys, because Jack, you don't even know this one. So remember, don't worry about it. It's all good. I know that when you got on the phone, that's all that matters. You don't got to know who the hell I am, but I know that guy right there. That guy right there is that guy, and that's my dude. Jackie, this is Derek Allen. uh, Works with Jack Jackson. Uh, Bobby oh. Brown, one of the great producers out there. Derek, brother, it's Florentino, man. Derek, no, Tino, nah, nah, we not Michael, cool man. right now, man. No, 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 no. We not cool, man. How dare you have Bobby and don't call me? That just, just don't make no sense. Y'all got to explain this. <laughs> I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. In my defense, I, in my defense, we, 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 we I don't, the number you know, I have for you. You know, you know, you my guy, man. I, no, you know, I'm just giving you a hard time, yeah, man. I but, just had to, you know, I, I had to call in and just, I, you know, thanks. I called Eddie M and he shot me the number. Oh, man. And okay, uh, cool. this, Bobby knows, man, this is my brother. And I just mean, you guys sound awesome. My brother is a great interview. Real. So, so Jackie, to clarify, we all go back to when we were all kids, and Derek is an amazing producer, bass player extraordinaire. I still yeah. was, I don't know where the video is, the, your, your version of Amazing Grace still like moves me. Yes. And I, I don't know if I got an old number of yours or not, because I did talk, ask 
you can ask Jackie. I did talk to him about bringing you on uh, yes. as we were going through the list of people to 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 bring into this uh, Bobby Bobby G's This Is Your Life episode. So it's all good, man. It's all good. So, and it's this is a surprise good. to all of us. So this this is a good one. This is a special event because we've never had that Absolutely. before. I'll say it again. I feel like the whitest guy on Soul Train right now. I, I'll say it again until I'm blue in the face. I am so lost right now. I mean, I'm doing. I'm, I'm doing a. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Jackie, man. Name? I didn't yeah, come to me. I'm man. sorry I came in and bombed your show, bro. I'm no, man. Don't don't go anywhere, man. So Derek, don't go anywhere. I'm, you know you're a target for an, an episode of Jackie's show. So uh, oh, get man. to know each other real quick. Absolutely. I'm gonna jump off on this. Uh, and and the, the other one that that senses best. He's he's doing a record right now with with uh, Pops. Is uh, Peter Michael was gonna come on Jack? Uh, Bobby, right. So that's why I uh, thought. That's why I thought. Right. Yeah, yeah. So we, we that's why we thought you were Peter Michael at first there. No, it's, it's all good, man. I'm not you know what, I'm not gonna hold up the line. I just wanted to reach out and let my dude know that you know, I'm listening to the to the interview and man, it's a great interview. And a big shout out to, to Brian and, and Eddie L music guys just great, man. And this it's been a long time. This guy is well deserving of everything. He's the baddest, funkiest yeah, man. man on the planet. He's my dude, he's my neighbor, he's my brother. He's my partner in crime, and he is my dude. I love this dude to death. He's my guy. <laughs> so I just wanted to say, yeah. I just wanted Derek, to just man. reach out to him and let you know I was listening, man. And great, great hey, guy. Jackie, Indian man, it's good to meet you. Indian I know you're Indian. twisted, but this is my guy. And, and know that it was not my fault, man. This is all on Tino's fault, man, because Tino said, I know. if Derek calls in, don't Tino, answer the phone. Tino, you know my number. My Brian said his number's been the same for 20-some years. My name, my number been the same for 52 years. <laughs> my number ain't changed. You got it, man. You got it. I got love for you, brother. You know I got love. Hey, Tino, man, Derek, I'm going to let y'all go, man. I love y'all. Bobby, man, call me. Call me when you get off. Derek, and I want you on the all show, right, man, so... Um, I'll have Tino and uh, Paul give you a call and we'll get it all set up. So thank you for calling in, my brother. I really appreciate it. Much love to you. Bobby, question for you. I want to ask you this question, man. And surprise, surprise. And I guarantee you there won't be any more calls in the next five minutes. If it is Peter Michael, hang his ass up. Don't even pick up the phone with him, Tino. So um, (laughs) in the last five minutes, I'm going to ask you a question, man. You know, and I get props to my wife. My, and I, I just love this. I love this question she came up with. She came up with this last year. If music was not in Bobby G's vernacular, if it wasn't in your vocabulary, if there was no such thing as music and or anything that's got to do with it, what would Bobby G be doing today? Uh, probably a preacher. Why? Uh, I like the word of God. I'm always searching it. And um, Okay. He's been with me since I was a little kid. I've known the Lord all my life. No one had to tell right. me about him. I knew him when I was a little kid. Okay. So other than that, that would, yeah. That would fill but, your heart. Um, it really is. It really Let is. Let me ask you this question. The true, the uh, true gospel, though. Go the real gospel. Not this. Yeah. Well, excuse my no, friend. The, the bullshit down, that's out there. Not the watered Thank down you. stuff that's out there right now. All Thank the, you. All the fake false prophets that are out there. No. Let me I ask you this real, question then. Mm-hmm. here's my question for you. And this is a question I came up with because I know it's been mm-hmm. asked me many times that I've been interviewed. Where mm-hmm. were you? Where was it? What song was it? The first time Bobby Gonzalez heard himself on the radio. First time I heard myself and what, on the radio. Ugh. And what were you thinking? Where one. were you at? And what song was it? I can't even tell you. That's a good one. I really don't know. I don't know. 
Okay, that's but, it's a fair answer. But it, but it's but it's but you know it's a trip to hear your stuff on the radio. Um, yeah, and and the the feeling is incredible. You know, but um, yeah, I, I say it I never gets. It's, you know, I tell you, you know what's the trip? Like put it this way, I've heard like on Sheila's last no, not the last album, the one before that. I put three songs on there, and she still plays it. It's a song called Rockstar. Oh, and, I know um, very well. And. Yeah, and so to hear that, it's a trip. I saw her in Oakland not too long ago, and um, to hear her play the song, it's it's an incredible feeling, you know. Did, did you play like, on Iconic? Wow. Did you play on Iconic? I did. I sure did. Oh, you did. Okay, beautiful, man. That, that, that's Sheila's new album, man. In fact, you know, Sheila's on the radar, man. She's uh, She listened to the show based upon what I've been hearing from Rebecca and so on. Why she's not on yet, that's okay. Hey, hey, hey. And, uh, oh, and, okay. and, uh, Jackie, speaking yeah, baby. of that, speaking of that, um, we got another guest calling in right now. <laughs> I know it's, it's, it's really is. This is your life. It's a good segue. It's, this is really good. This segue. is the most. This is a really good segue. This is the most. Who is wow. this? Hey, Peter Michael, you there? Yes. All right, Mama Peter, say Mama Saka, Jackie, Bobby, say hi to Peter Michael. Peter Michael, say hi what's to Bobby up? G. What's up, Peter Michael? What's up, boy? How are you? Who is this? I'm good. Bobby you guys G. good? Bobby G. Is it the real Bobby G? That's <laughs> the real Bobby G, baby. Uh, I, uh, there's two. It's my dad and myself, but yeah, this is the real one. <laughs> this is the G. Ah, What's up? Are, What's up, man? Are, are we on? Are we on or are we going on? No, you're on. no we're live, baby. We're no, live. You're, you're on. Oh, man. We're live, so I'm actually speaking to the real Bobby G. You know, because there's a lot of Bobby. There's people who want to be Bobby G. I just want to make sure this is real Bobby G. <laughs> You're live and yeah. on the air, baby boy. This, hey, this dude is crazy. I'm telling you, he does. He's nonstop. Oh my goodness. Oh man, man. I haven't seen you since in a while, man. Jeez. Say, since, say uh, it again. Since it's been a while since I've seen you. Since we're, we're recording uh, Sheila's stuff, that's what April or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 session was amazing. I I just it sure was because I edited that we shot it. I just kept seeing you with Freddie Stone, and man, that day was ridiculous. Dude, was that crazy or what? Oh my goodness. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Incredible. And uh, yeah. and uh, we did the, we did this song with Freddie. We did one of the slice slice songs, and uh, yeah. Everybody and people. I'm filming, so everybody's recording at the same time. So they they all have headphones on, except me and the camera crew. So so we're filming. They're re- actually recording the song, and Freddie Stone is singing. What they don't hear is Bobby G in the corner singing along with them, <laughs> with with Freddie, and he's not even supposed to be singing. Uh. And as Freddie's Freddie's going, ah, Bobby's going. Ah. And I'm and I look to the camera crew. I go, "Do you hear this dude over in the corner?" He's just <laughs> because I was so excited. And the and the main dude, the main reason was because at that point we all were just became fans, and we weren't even recording or filming with Freddie. We were just like like if we were in the audience watching Sly the Family Stone playing, we were tripping. Man, oh man. That was an incredible hey, that, experience, man. It really was. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. How you been, man? Yeah. I've been great. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. 
You I don't just wanted to call in just to, to say hi. Michael, and, it, unless I'm unless I'm hiring you for something, you don't call me back. <laughs> to give credit to you, man, I thank you, man. He's when I put me on in '91 to uh, Mariah Carey. I got a call. Right. Yeah. He, that's how I got the gig with Mariah Carey. This cat right here. Hook me Yo, up, Peter Michael. Oh, that's dope, man. Hey, yeah, Peter. You know, I, uh, I got to tell you, our interview last year. Um, I still get, and the network gets the biggest response from the listeners when you sang "Mama Say Mama." Ca-, no, um, when you say uh, uh, the Lionel Richie tune um, all night long, and uh, and they still can't believe that you actually sang the words on Jackie's Groove. Which I want to thank you, man, personally because it was it was one of those milestones, man. That you know that you actually heard the song that you've been singing for 15 years, and I do appreciate that, man. How is Pops doing? Uh, Pops is doing good. We're actually mixing his song, uh, his uh, record right now. He has a new record coming out. I'm producing it. And uh, I broke away for a second. So that's why I got to hurry up with this call because, you know, Pops is a slave driver. He's going to make me get back in and get to EQing his timbales. I love it. I love it. We have the same birthday. You know that, right? Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. July 13th. July 13th. Yeah. Pops, man. He's, That's cool, he's man. He's still doing it. Yep, man. Pops yep. is still, God, still God doing it. Him, man. 82 God years old. Wow. Peter Michael, I'll, I'll say it again. Yep. I extend it. I extend the invitation to Pops when this is all done. The fans worldwide want to hear from your father. So, I mean, I need oh, to get oh, him on the show. You know, and uh, I want to interview him. And do me a favor. Please say hi to Zena. Say hi to Sheila. Say hi to Juan. And, uh, and give Pops and Mama big kisses for us, man. And we d- definitely appreciate what the Escovito family has done for our network. And we thank you very much, brother. Man, thanks for oh, coming we'll on. Oh, will do, man. And thank, you, thank you so much. Perfect, man. Say God bless. I said, God bless you. Oh, thank you, man. Bobby G, my favorite guitar player, hey, you know. Hey. Thank you, man. You know how That's we it. do. It's all done, Absolutely. man. Absolutely. Okay, man. Peter, God love bless you, man. God love speed. you guys. Talk soon. Much love. Love you too, man. Hey, Bobby, Bye. the last minute and a half here. Let's just um, finish up. Is there any shout outs that you want to give that you feel apropos that you want to give to your sponsors out there that uh, that will be listening in and that we can forward this to the page? Uh, yeah. Uh, my heavenly father, uh, my earthly father, my dad and my mother, my family, okay. my sisters, my brothers, my daughters, my Nico. Ashley, um, my boy Derek. I love. I love it. <laughs> my boy. Yeah. That's, other than that, that man, you had that's everybody come on. That's, that, was, that was that was really this is a cool interview. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, man, I enjoyed I can't it too because it's been two hours that went by so fast. Yeah, it always does, man. You know, and again, of all the people I've been blessed to interview, guitar wise, the Aldi Miolas and the Andy Summers and so on. I've enjoyed this the most. Um, Brother Al, I'm sorry, but you've been replaced with Bobby G. Um, it, it's like, and, and this is the most call-ins yeah, that we've ever you. had. In fact, I'm laughing my ass off. So you guys, do yourselves a favor, the listeners worldwide, please, if you're not familiar with Bobby G, Bobby Gonzalez, go on to YouTube and and, and do yourselves a favor. Put in Lionel Richie, Ellen DeGeneres, Bobby G, dancing on the ceiling, and just watch this man being played. There's a thousand questions I want to ask, and Bobby, we want to bring you back when it's apropos and when there's something else that you want to promote, because I want to find out more things that I couldn't, I, I couldn't ask. 
uh, because of oh, time constraints. Good. So with that said, everybody, I want everybody worldwide to thank Bobby Gonzalez, better known as Bobby G, to Jackie's Groove. Brother, your doors are always open. We love you, man. man I'm a big thank fan you so of your much play. for having me. I appreciate it. Hey, appreciate man, you, man, it's good It's good to be able to curtail you, man, and uh, and to have you under our roof. So everybody, say goodbye to Bobby G, Jackie Bertone, Jackie's Groove, brought to you by Talk Media, connect to all things music, and as I always say with all my broadcasts on the end, peace to music. Bobby, we love you, man. Godspeed, brother. Thank you. Now hang tight real quick. This is Jackie Bertoni from Jackie's Groove. Come join me weekly on my journey through the music business as I take you behind the velvet rope, interviewing industry notables such as Al DiMiola, Michael McDonald, and Al Jarreau, to name but a few. Listen to their stories on being in the studios recording number one hits and onto the stages throughout the globe. Allow me to be your music historian. You can hear me live every Monday at 2 p.m. and every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Standard Time or 24-7 on Jackie'sGroove.com. Ready to get your groove on? Hi, this is Tim Dolbear from Eclectica Studios. I'm a full-time mixing and recording engineer. I work with Grammy winners, labels, and indie artists using state-of-the-art digital mixing and restoration tools and the very best in analog gear. Really, though, it's my ability to bring tracks to life and fulfill your vision for your music. This has made me sought after by producers and artists worldwide. So spend your time working on music and not chasing a mix down a rabbit hole. Go to timdolbear.com and check out our free one-song mix offer. You know what's all around you every waking moment of your life? Marketing. You're choking on it. I'm Scott Robertson, and when it comes to strategic PR, branding, and marketing, I've seen it all. And actually, I'm still seeing it because bad marketing never sleeps. Join me each week on May the Best Brand Win right here on Intertalk Radio and learn how to make the marketing for your brand unforgettable. Are you serious about your music? Are you ready to run with the big dogs? The experts at Pitbull Audio have the gear to get you into the game. From leading manufacturers like Mesa Boogie, Fender, Pioneer, and American Audio. To sound your best, you need the best. Pitbull Audio can deliver in rehearsals, on stage, and into the big time. Dropping beats, shredding guitar, or making the crowd roar. Whatever you dream, Pitbull Audio can help make it happen. We are Pitbull Audio. We want you to play it loud. PitbullAudio.com.